Patreon. Just want to say thank you for everyone that's subscribed. Also, please check out the first episode of Zaddies, a.k.a. Dad Bod Pod, a.k.a. This is still a working title that we're figuring out. First episode is out now with my friend Kaz. We discuss being new fathers. Um, I'm going to bring a lot of other Big fathers. dads. Yes, big, big dads. Yeah. Going to bring more fathers onto the platform just to chop it up, you know, just to talk about being uh, big poppies. So uh, it's available now to all tiers, but moving forward, it will just be to the $20 tiers. So big subscribe spenders. there. Big spenders. Hey, big spender. Remember that song? <laughs> <laughs> and Maul will be on the platform soon. He stopped buying condoms, so he will be my guest eventually on At some the point. Zaddies. <laughs> At some point, I'll be on the uh, the vlog. Yes. So uh, thank you, Patreon. Also, we have a vlog out right now. Have the new studio open. A lot of behind the scenes content. A lot um, of fun. Me having gas in the bathroom, you know, really compelling stuff that you guys. The stuff that you guys want to see. Yeah. So we appreciate you guys and we will continue to give you more and more content every fucking week. No worries, mom. What's going on, man? Got your tea. That was a big sigh. Man, is that a yo, sigh of relief? Bro, I'm fucking, I'm fucking tired, man. It's because you got a new haircut. No, that, can't keep the ladies off you. No, mm. I wish. The Dark Caesar. I'm fucking. Or that's what they call you. Dark Caesar. Yeah, that's racist. But anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> they don't, they don't call me Dark Caesar. No, I'm just, just tired, man. Mm. It's been a, been a long, a busy week. I feel you. All right. Well, I mean, we could talk shit about Lizzo for a while. Would that like bring your spirits up? What happened? Nothing like the fat shamer, fat shaming. Listen, I saw something. Uh, people were saying that uh, Erica Badu and Beyonce were beefing, and Beyonce changed true. some lyrics at her show, and she kept Lizzo's name out of it. She just said Badu, 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 Badu when she was supposed to say Lizzo's name. I I don't know what the hell is going on, but I do know Lizzo is uh, facing a lawsuit, uh, facing being canceled. Well, right Beyonce is very safe. We know she doesn't play that shit. There was like mm-hmm. two people that got mad at Spaz and they stopped the whole vinyl release. Yeah. Like she doesn't play that shit. So if Lizzo has some accusations, she's going to take the name out. But I think that Badu and Beyonce thing is the media. Like we know how Erica Badu usually speaks to the public sometimes. Yeah. But the most part is in a sarcastic manner. Mm-hmm. Someone brought up that Beyonce was also wearing a hat. And then Badu was like, well, I guess I'm everyone's stylist. Yeah. Like, we know she wasn't serious. No, she was being sarcastic. <laughs> Um, but Lizzo, on the other hand, Lizzo, on the other hand, what a piece is facing, of shit, right? Is facing a lawsuit, <laughs> not right. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with this lawsuit. I do know that uh, dancers are claiming while they want tour with Lizzo, uh, she invited them to a nude performance club in Amsterdam. That's not out of the ordinary. Red light district in Amsterdam, a lot of nudity, a lot of sex, mm-hmm. uh, and they went out of fear of losing their jobs. Uh, so that while they were there, the lawsuit claims that Lizzo began leading a chant. <laughs> To get Davis to touch one of the performers' breasts. Miss like Davis. Lizzo frat party. Yeah, Miss Davis said three times loud enough for all to hear, I'm good, expressing her desire not to touch the performer. The lawsuit states Davis eventually acquiesced, fearing it may harm her future on the team. Later that night, they alleged Lizzo 
badgered a member of her uh, security team to get on stage where she pulled down his pants and hit him with whips. Uh, the next week, the plaintiffs say Lizzo took her dance team out without telling them they were going to a new cabaret bar in Paris. Lizzo freak. Uh, what is the problem here with any of this? The lawsuit also alleges mistreatment from BGBT toward the dancers. BGBT's management team considered entirely of white Europeans who often accuse the black members of the dance team of being lazy, unprofessional, and having bad attitudes. Jesus. Uh, what's wrong with Lizzo inviting her team out while they're in Amsterdam to a club? Well, it's funny. When I was reading this lawsuit, the first thing I thought was, oh, I mean, we have to cancel mall while we're at it then. Mm. I mean, Because I you, in you- fact, took the team to the box where you had our business manager drinking milk out of a transgender woman's ass. Uh, so I think you make Lizzo who the team look happen. relatively tame. <laughs> that didn't happen, but okay. He's Fuck progressive. This we makes did for, get makes for better. It was a write-off. We, we were yeah. in the splash zone. So. Yeah, we were, were we were far. I made sure that everyone was at least 20 feet from the blast radius. Well, I did want to do a check-in specifically with uh, Julian since I think, did Ed, did you go as well to the box? No, it was just Julian. Yeah, Ed and I, being the good Catholic, Irish, Mexican, American boys that we are, <laughs> mm-hmm. we would never partake, partake in anything of that nature. Julian, do you feel like you were coerced into having to go there and maybe do acts that yeah. you weren't comfortable with, but you thought that it came with a job and that Sorry, you didn't man. want to disappoint Maul? Yeah. So I didn't want to drink. And then Maul was like, we have to get a bottle. Yeah. And a bottle right now. And yeah. he didn't drink. And then either. I was like, are you going to have it? He was like, I don't drink, but you have to finish the whole bottle. You right have now. to drink all of this by yourself. Yeah. I'm, I'm a piece of shit. What can yeah, I no, say? You you're know, Mizzo. I mean, yeah, I'm Mizzo. Mizzo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she also, in this uh, lawsuit, was um, body shaming her choreographers. So she was fat shaming them, which is kind of well, the pot calling the kettle black. Hurt people hurt people. So that one I, I kind of understood. Listen, I'm kind of here to defend Lizzo. This doesn't. This sounds like a, an outing on tour. She was doing freaky shit with bananas too. I guess at one point. I totally get the case that they have. It could have been very uncomfortable. And you don't want to do that. You don't want to lose your job. You're on tour. You want to feel like you're part of the team. You don't want to be that person that's just odd man out because on tour you're just on top of people all the time. You're forced right. to be around people. Right. So might as I well make it a good. I understand not wanting to go to a club, um, but I'm still confused at what the lawsuit is. What are they? Are they saying, yo, she forced me to go to a nude bar and grab one of the dancer's breasts? I just wanted to like know how that conversation went when Lizzo was like, get in the fucking van. Yeah, where, I, where are we going? Bitch, shut up. Yeah, like I just and then you just end up at a strip club. Yeah, this <laughs> it's like listen, why didn't Lizzo man, tell them? Listen, I, I I get it, you know, people, but this I don't think this holds any any weight. I think that this is something that that I'm dumped. It's just yeah. I, I just think that this is something that is gonna just come and go. I don't think there's no real lawsuit here. Uh, you know, whether or not Lizzo, uh, you know, f- forced somebody to grab a dancer's breasts. I just don't see where that lawsuit would fall on Lizzo. Oh, I, no, I think they're going to win. They have a case, even though I think this is a tour culture. Yeah. Which, of course, tour culture we've talked about in this podcast is a lot of times not the greatest culture. Mm-hmm. Pretty unhealthy. It's very unhealthy for all participants. They have a case here. You can't bring people to places they don't want to go. You can't force them to touch naked bodies. Like, they have a case. She didn't... Uh, I get it. I get what you're saying. But we have to stop this. Like, if if you're on tour with an artist and the artist says, listen, we're going to go out, like myself, if we're going to go out after a show, 
and we go to a strip club, like, and I'm chanting and I'm rooting and drinks are going and I'm forcing you to throw singles and smack a stripper's ass. And you exactly forget, you, you can't then you turn around and say, I'm going to sue Maul for, what are you suing me for? Taking the team well, it's out? coercion. Yeah. Coercion in a strip club to smack an ass? But yeah, you pretended for, to forget like, your wallet. It, man. Made listen, your business part. I, I, get, I, get, I get everybody's in this, you know, everybody wants to be offended. Everybody's in a rush to be offended and feel like they were, you know, taken advantage of. But this right here is absolutely like, I would I would look at this like they were crazy at this camp. You've never gone desk. through with something because you felt pressure to doing it even though you, in your, you didn't want it. You, not not, yeah, not, not smack a stripper's ass or grab a stripper's titty. But, no. that's, but that's subjective. Like that's, the uncomfortable thing comes from the person that's doing like that. The uncomfortable barometer changes per person. Yeah, so but that's, that's not what they want to do. And they're forced to do it. That counts as coercion. They, they, they weren't forced to do it. She didn't say, yo, if you don't do this, you're losing your fucking job on this tour. Good. She didn't say that. I'm not asking know. what she could have said. But the environment. They would have said she the, said that. But Julie, I'm saying, but it's like about? the implication, like the the pressure was coming from the head of the whole organization. No, it was Lizzo it's took her team power. out to have fun, bro. They were in a club. Like there's not it's, Lizzo didn't say, you, yo, if you don't grab the stripper's titty, you're not performing tomorrow. It's an abuse of power. Come on, stop it. It's like bro. when you stop, made me stop, drink stop, that bottle of tequila in London and I didn't want it. Stop stop the bullshit. Like let's just stop. I get it. You know, good. The lawsuit is out there. Do I think that this lawsuit is going to, they're going to win? Absolutely not. I think this is bullshit. That's just my personal opinion. All right. I don't think Lizzo did anything That's wrong. You, as a grown person, as a grown person, somebody can't force you to do anything. Maul, that is well, so not true. Somebody can force you to do something? People can be put in situations I, 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 where they can feel somebody, like they What need- can somebody force you to do as a grown man? What can somebody force you to do? Well, you're just, it's like, that's not the I'm point. I'm asking you a question. What can, all right, so you, there we, are, listen, I take I take you out after a show. Jesus. And I say, yo, Julian, if you don't fucking grab this stripper's ass right now, you're fucking fired. That should be illegal. You don't see how someone would probably go through with that? Like, if you, I'm being all that, right. if you meant it. Not right. like in a joking right. way. Exactly. Did she say, did Lizzo say, are they saying that Lizzo said that? No. They're not saying she said, oh, if you don't do this, you're, you're fucking fired. Well, we don't know what the... We don't know what the consequence would be if they didn't do it. But the whole point is, that's, if the, that's my if the point. Higher, then, what uh, is the consequence? What would two, have been the consequence if, if I say, yo, Lizzo, I don't want to grab her titty. OK, this is an extreme. What is the consequence? This is an extreme. But outside of the flat out rape that Harvey Weinstein did, there were women Thank you. that appeared like they had consensual sex. And they said the only reason that they did that, because in that environment, the only way to move forward is to fuck Harvey Weinstein. That's, so they went through with it for man. their careers. That's, that's now Lizzo, bro. the racket she's running, she <laughs> she's a voyeur, and different, she wants to man. see her dancers yeah. touch Stop other it. women. Stop Stop it, the, the offense that's, that's is different, different but the, yes, the, the style of coercion is the same. It's do this and strip because saying, I'm in the position of power. I'm making you do this because I want you to. Even and a strip club saying go, 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 like. We saw it with Matt Lauer. Like, there's been plenty of people that create work environments where people feel they need to do things they would not do outside of work to keep the job or move forward with the job, especially back to tour culture. You know you're not getting on the next tour, even if you danced great, but you were just a bummer on tour. Yeah. We all know, like, that one person that just didn't get along with the rest of the crew, even though they were great on stage, they just... It just doesn't work. You're not part of the the family that's on tour for now. Yeah. And someone can feel that way if they don't go out and then participate in the Lizzo fuckery. People can feel that way. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying there's a absolute law abiding case to it, but they'll probably settle 
or Lizzo will lose. And that's my problem. And this is the thing that happens now. When people have these lawsuits, what they go into it hoping and thinking is that people most likely will settle. And oh, that's sure. and that's yeah. a and that's a very dangerous thing when you start talking about these types of, of lawsuits. Is that people do know, like, yo, if she starts to get enough backlash from social media and from the fans and can't and this bullshit, stupid ass cancel culture, that she will say, you know what, just to make this all go away, here's a couple of dollars. But I think and that and that and that's a and that's a fucked up position for an artist to be in because do I know Lizzo personally? No. Do I think that she's a bad person? I don't know. Never met her, never been around her. Do I think that from these accounts that her taking her team out to a, a club in Amsterdam just to have a night of fun, that it's, it's, it's right for her to now be facing a lawsuit of coercion to grab a stripper's titty? Like, come on, bro. Like, what are we talking about here? Like, this shit is it's just too much of this. Too much of this type of shit happens when people are looking to grab a, a dollar. And that's and that's my problem. Now, again, I'm not saying that Lizzo isn't a, a, a bad person. I don't know. Never met her. Yeah. But I don't, me, I don't think that Lizzo's intent was to take her team to a strip club and say, I'm going to force you to do some shit. I think Lizzo is a fun, is a, is a, is a big personality. She has a big personality. She had a team out. She wanted to have a night of fun. And one of her dancers probably seemed like she didn't want to be there. She's like, yo, come on, girl, have some fun. Like, just grab it. Just grab the titty. Like, it's, we're in the strip club. Have fun. Let loose. Now that turns into a lawsuit of coercion to do something. Like, it's, it's just like, just come one on, person, person, though. I do feel like even in explaining this from the other side, I think Liz's intentions were good. I think, I think she was really just trying to bond with her crew, her, her the crew. people she's on tour with. Let's just but, have a night of fun. But she's also, even though she's a creative and it's a different type of environment, it is still a corporate environment that they're in. And that type of behavior, unfortunately, you cannot do in a corporate environment. And even though this is music, it's still corporate. Now, I'm sure Live Nation is going to start putting rules on any tour they're involved with where the artists cannot do anything with the employees or staff. After this, now I'm you sure know the things are going to change. Now you know what the fucked up part about this is. Mm. If Lizzo was the type of person that said, "I don't want my dancers talking to me. I don't want them hanging of out course. with me after the shows. I don't want to have no relationship with them." You know what it would then turn into? Oh, she's a bitch to work with. Yeah, we 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 don't even know that. We never even spoke to. Her. She never even spoke to us. We only saw it when it was time to perform, or time to rehearse. But now that she's trying to create an environment of inclusive and say, "Hey, let's all go out and have a night of fun," it turns into, "Oh, she coerced me into grabbing a stripper's titty." I feel like, though like, outside bro, come of on, man. this, this did have a lot of people come out the woodwork saying that she is an absolute asshole to work with. Yeah. And like, we're she's talking the about worst, the only right? the strip club incident. There's many like verbal assault, like her picking apart people's appearances, weight, et cetera. Like she's in this suit, been an extremely verbally abusive person to the people that have worked for her. It's not just the strip club. Oh, no, I know. Obviously, it's other things. Yeah. But what I'm saying is. My, that's that's kind of to my point. Like, what can she do? She's either a bitch because she's strict with her dancers and she wants them to look a certain way, or she's getting sued because she took the team out to have a night of fun and let loose and relax on tour, and now she coerced somebody into doing something in a strip club that they didn't want to do. Mm. It's like you can't win for losing. And that's my issue here where it's like, yo, you have to... Now, again, if she, if she starts to cut herself off and she doesn't want to even associate with anybody on her staff she's a bigger bitch now she's like oh she's a bitch you can't even we don't even know we can't talk to her we can't ask her for anything we can't express how we feel to her what is she what is Lizzo Lizzo the artist and the person supposed to do in a time like this like what I does she what do for saying, me but also most of the people she's worked with whether it was directors doing her documentary or just people on staff 
on the tour just say she's she's just an absolute nightmare to work with. Like she's completely and, and, it's, and that may be herself, true. I, like I said, I don't know. I never met her. Yeah. Never worked for her. Never. You know what I'm saying? It it could be true. What I'm saying is this this story, this accusation of a night out to me seems like a reach. It's like. All right, yeah. fam. Like you were coerced to grab a titty in a strip club. But again, you're just focusing on the one night. There's, I'm just saying. I just said that that particular okay. incident to me seems like now people are saying, "Oh yeah, like I I do recall when we were on tour, she made me do this. Oh yeah, she said this to me, and that hurt my. It's like now everybody is kind of replaying things, and now everybody feels offended by certain things. I, I just I know what this is about. This is about getting somebody that they know has a lot of money wanting to now try to get a piece of something and it's a dangerous culture that exists because this happens very often people always try to do something to where oh this person knows they'll be canceled if they don't settle if they don't say okay you know what i was wrong i apologize let me go to therapy now and this that whole route you know the uh the damage control route mm-hmm. now she's looked at as a as a bitch and a, and a terrible person to work with when i again i don't know i never met the woman but that particular story of the strip club thing feels like a reach. Does Lizzo go the misogyny route? Mm. Uh, that I've seen a lot of women take and they are correct when they say if a man was behaving this way, it would be respected. He wouldn't be looked at as a bitch. He'd be looked at as a boss, et cetera, et cetera. I think most times that is true. But I have seen plenty of women pull that card when they were just straight up being a cunt. Like if a man was acting this way, he'd be a cunt too. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I, again, it's subjective, man. Like if you don't want to, I just, me personally, as a grown person, there is nothing that nobody can make me do. Mm. I don't care about a job, a position. You can't make me do something I don't want to do as a grown person. But I you just have to know that it. that's not everybody's disposition. I understand that. I understand people are in positions that, do I think this is one of them? Absolutely not. Yeah. I don't think this is one. I don't think the person's job was at risk if they didn't go to the strip club and grab a titty. That's stupid to me. I don't think this was it. Dude, does this happen in work environments? We know that it does. Absolutely. I'm just saying, me personally, do I feel like that was a situation where that person's job would have been at risk? No, I don't. And it's always like, I feel like it's always the artist that like has the public persona that's so inclusive and love everybody and has puts on like that friendly bullshit facade. And then behind closed doors, they're a fucking nightmare. Like Ellen, same deal. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Just shut the door a lot of your favorite artists that present perfect and present friendly are horrible behind closed doors Mm -hmm. to the people that work closely with them and help them become who they are so it's just it happens again i you know i'm not saying that that's not the case i just again this is a it's, it's a it's a it's a sticky thing when it comes to shit like this because we do know that people are all about trying to grab a dollar and when they see the opportunity present itself and uh lizzo did Give a response. I don't know if you have that, Julian. Um, I'm sure she didn't. I'm sure this is what? PR. No, she typed this all by herself in her notes. <laughs> okay, um, so she says, these sensationalized stories are coming from former employees who have already publicly admitted that they were told their behavior on tour was inappropriate and unprofessional. Mm, flip it on them. Yeah, it's their fault. Yeah, they were the ones grabbing the titties. It was all eight of them that are wrong, not the single me. Yeah. Yeah, that happens like Come that on, sometimes. Make, that makes sense, bro. That you that it doesn't happen like that sometimes. In what case has it happened like that? When the you whole room you don't is think that, wrong and the one person that's <laughs> the odd person is right. You don't think that if you work somewhere and you and five of your coworkers get fired, you don't see a world where y'all can try to like transcribe a story where it makes it look like the person that y'all worked for was the one that was like the dick? That's different. Why is it different? Well, that could I'm, be the case here. 
It could be the case here. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. <laughs> she cleaned house and got eight new dancers. Yeah, like that's, they unionized that's what I'm saying. So now, so now these, these dancers are like, well, shit, I still got these bills, these mortgages. Like, I got to try to get a buck until I get my next gig. That's all I'm saying, man. It's just a... It's a, it's a fucked up world, man. Like, people are going to always try to do shit to cover their ass when, you know, they see the opportunity present itself. Uh, can I go on a, a bit of a ledge here? With one, go on a big ledge. With one of the... Go all the way there. Jump. I see, I see what you're doing. Yeah. With one of the comments that a dancer had made, she was fat shamed and Lizzo had said to her, mm. dancers have been fired for gaining weight. I personally think that's a completely fine thing to say to a dancer. Yeah. And Lizzo's the pinnacle of health. Okay, but so, when people when people go to see Lizzo, the bigger the better. They love like that's fine. It's Lizzo's tour. If she wants to be ten thousand pounds, she could be ten thousand pounds. So you pounds. can see her from the nose. But if if you well, sure. <laughs> depending on which arena you're in. Um yeah, if a dancer cannot perform to her best ability because she's gaining weight. What the fuck is wrong with that? Yeah, but wasn't Lizzo like championing her dance troupe on all being overweight? Yes, like and she has stick? quote unquote overweight dancers. That's kind of like her thing, which I get and that's cool for the show. But if they can't perform because they're getting heavier, yeah, you're fired. Like you're fired. It's yeah, to perform that if you job. You can't perform your job. You're fired. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. If it's if it's hindering on your performance, but if she's gaining weight but still performing, then it's like okay. then cool, oh, good, no problem there. But if you if if your if your lack of performance is because you've gained fifteen pounds, if you're a little slower, yeah, it's like all right, I have a like this, a this is now this is now affecting your performance, which is affecting my show. Yes, like we fair. can't have that. There's nothing wrong with that. That's what I'm th- this. It's just everyone wants to be offended. Everyone wants to be, this is the victim ever. Everybody wants to be a victim or offended. And it's fucked up because there are real victims out here and there are real people that are in real fucked up positions. But shit like this to me, it just feels like a reach. It just feels like a force. It just feels like, uh, I understand it happens. So you're kind of banking on the public knowing that this does really happen. But I just don't feel like this is a situation where this is what really happened. But also, is she allowed to be a bully after she's been like so anti-bully because she's been bullied? But what's a bully though? You're fat. That, is that's bullying? <laughs> yes. Oh, that is bullying. That's like the, that's me? like first base yeah. bullying. Are you kidding me? That is intro 101. That's like, bullying? Yes. Come yeah. on. See, that's what I'm saying. This Weight, victim color, error, man. Skin. It's, it's like this, like this, the first Yeah, page. but this, come on, man. You're fat. Yeah. I I think weight coming from Lizzo. I think weight I would actually color. laugh at that. I'm like, girl, you too. Look at us out here with pre-diabetes. It's like the Paul Rudd meme. Yeah, like you got to kind of lean into that Sp- shit. Spider-Man meme. Like, yeah. yeah, both of us. Yo, you're fat. I'm suing. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Like, like, come on, man. I just, like, just just uh, enough is enough. That's all I'm saying. Like, but we'll see where this goes. Uh, again, me personally, I don't think anything will come of this. I definitely, I highly doubt that Lizzo is going to settle out of court with any of this shit. I highly doubt it. Yeah. No, for sure. Um, in sad news, uh, we learned right, I think right after we recorded our last episode yeah. that Angus Cloud had passed away. For those that don't know, he played a great role in Euphoria. Um, great actor from the Bay Area. Fez. Yes, Fez. My my Spider-Man meme, like for years upon years, I feel like I've been connected to this guy <laughs> and and everything that he does. Um, so I just want to say rest in peace. His family put out a statement. Just buried his father, and I know he's going through some tough times. We won't say what we think happened, but judging by the, you know, report from his family that went to TMZ, it appeared that it may have been self-inflicted. But you know, 
prayers to his family. Obviously, going through losing two people in one week, yeah, is something I can't imagine. But I, you know, prayers and condolences. It's tough, you know. Incredible talent, uh, super talented uh, actor. Uh, you know, his role in Euphoria was was one of the standout roles. Um, and to find out that that was his first acting gig, yeah. yeah. That's when that's what really surprised it's a really me. Beautiful story of how he got discovered too. He was walking on Mulberry here yeah. in the city, and and someone, just a casting director, just asked him if he ever acted, and he was like, yeah. "Nah." I think at the time he was like bartending or something. He was doing uh, yeah. something like that. He was working at like a burger place in Brooklyn. Yeah, something yeah. like that. It was like a in in the service industry. And, yeah, uh, yeah. Took on this role, and he was supposed to. The character was supposed to die in the first season, and. Sam Levinson was like this guy's a fan favorite. We got to bring him back. So and in that that second season, like the character really developed. Like he started to have more of a personality. Saw more into his life. Mm-hmm. Like, he was really, really becoming a character rather than just like that drug dealer guy in the first one. Like yeah. he was really coming into his own as an actor. Um, so very sad, but very sad. Uh, very unfortunate. You know, grief. People deal with grief differently. They wear it differently. Um, you know, in the passing of his father, he was obviously really close with his dad. So, you know, I'm 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 sure that grief was something that or a pain that he just did not ever think was possible. Um, and you know, it it, it becomes a lot for for people to bear, for people to carry. Um, which is important, you know, it's it's important for people to have grace with each other, uh show love check on people, support people in any way you can, because you just never know the, uh, the battles that people fight internally when they don't want to burden people with, you know, their shit and their, their weights that they have to bear. So it's, um, it's unfortunate, you know, it's it's, it's just a sad story, a tragic story, a tragic end to what I think was a very bright future. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and um, somebody that was obviously loved and, you know, respected amongst their peers and their friends. Um, so it's just sad, man. It's, it's just a sad story all the way around. Prayers to the family because, you know, that's, you know, again, they're going through more than we can possibly imagine. But um, it's important to just, you know, support support your friends, support each other and give grace Again, because you never know what people are carrying and what people are bearing. People like to, you know, we like to wear these masks mm. and and make it seem like everything is okay on the outside. And, you know, on the inside, it's just like it's a whole bunch of emotions and things going on. So, you know, prayers to the family, uh, condolences, uh, love, strength, healing. And um, show show will be drastically different. Oh, know? yeah. But that's oh, just yeah. the, the, the bear. For sure. The last it's just the how pole, but. people connected to him so much to that character. So yeah, when the news came out, it was really good to see a lot of people. Like uh, so many people were posting him, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of people. It was the same thing. Like it was like he was a, a character and a person that a lot of people were, I think were rooting for. And I like I don't say identified with, but we kind of all knew of Fez in high school. Yeah. Like you kind of saw him sometimes, but he was still cool with everybody. Yeah, he minded his business. Yeah, he wasn't very like, quiet to himself. But everyone liked him. Like yeah. there was rarely any person that had a bad thing to say about. Him. Right. We all kind of knew that kid. I think that's why his character was so easily attached to in that show. Yeah, because like we know that kid. You know that kid. Everybody has has come across a kid like that. So, um, 
again, sad news. Rest in peace to Angus Cloud. Um, and love and love and prayer to the to the family. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Travis Scott, Utopia, projected today. Well, of course, debuting at number one. Congrats um, to Travis. Uh, born in K first week. I know that you projected. know had a lot to do with the bundles, which I'm glad they brought back in a way that makes sense. It was 125,000 pure sales, though. Which is crazy. Which is phenomenal. <laughs> um, great project. I got a question. 400K, a lot of that coming from bundles. Can we talk about... Drake did 613 for CLB, no bundles. Yeah. Well, well we, 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 knew, we know I'm that I'm just Drake, saying, like, what... Like, we know that Drake is one of the biggest artists in the it's world. It's just... Ins- like, I'm just saying that metric... It's no, insane. It's fucking insane. But why are you shitting on Travis? I'm not Drake shitting right on Travis. Like, I'm just saying there. I think you're saying like, he's an awful artist. Is what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think you're, you're saying, saying like, anyone that sells under 600k first week, we should. I believe speak the word is scoffed. You scoffed at 400k. <laughs> you should retire. You scoffed. Oh, look at your little 400k <laughs> units. Get your little 400k out of <laughs> nah, here. It just it just really put into perspective the gap between Drake and everybody else. Is this what put it into perspective? Yeah, I mean, every time these bigger artists, like the young goats of this, this next wave of generation, happens, I'm like, these are great numbers. They're sick. That's amazing, but it's just Drake is just different. Well, I always say Drake is the target of artists. If you have a feature with Drake, that automatically puts you on an entirely different scope. He has a feature with Drake, which is the one song that everybody is talking about. Um, I'm sure that helped with a lot of these sales mm-hmm. and, and downloads. Uh, but again, Travis is a is a is a phenomenal artist. He's a great producer, great talent. Um, and he put together a great project, another great project. So, I mean, I think that people responded to it. They they were waiting for it. His fans was waiting for this one. Um, well, good project. People like like Julian specifically that want to discredit everything Travis does. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> compiled this list. I love you, of the amount of records that came from Kanye directly, Donda Sessions. Mm-hmm. Uh, some maybe there was an engineer assistant that happened to be in the same vicinity as Kanye West at one point in their life. And then also was next to Travis. Mm -hmm. They're giving Kanye the credit there. Mm -hmm. They just compiled a list that just shows that this is a Kanye West album minus Kanye versus, which I kind of get where they're coming from. Mm -hmm. But most of this is, Oh, Travis was in Donda sessions producing for yay. It didn't come out. Mm -hmm. So Travis isn't allowed to fucking use that now. Right. Like, how does that discredit Travis? He was making a song in a Donna session. It wasn't used. You know how much stuff comes from writing camps right. that aren't used that end up being huge records for other people? Not not only just that, Rory. It's so many things that come from a lot of these, uh, what do they call them, installations and things, these fan interaction yeah. things that companies use uh, when they have these creators and producers come out and do an artist. Uh, I remember one in particular we did, um, it was All-Star Weekend, I think, when it was here in New York a few years ago and there was an installation where they had people designing sneakers Mm. and myself and somebody else that was there they had they gave us like these these blank nike uh air force one mids like white ones and people were like flipping the nike check there like i did it a few other people did it there oh yeah this is before the travis thing that's been a thing but i'm I'm of the belief that they do things like this to kind of like pick up these ideas mm. like, oh, okay, that's dope. We might be able to use that because it's basically free. Just have people come in and create something and now, okay, we have it here. You get to take the sneaker home. But like these are people that work in the, in the sneaker industry now that they can come up with these designs when it's time to design new sneakers. 
they do things like this all the time. Companies do things like this. There's nothing wrong with sitting in a room creating. And if that creation doesn't ever see the light of day, now I take that for my own project and add on to that creation. There's, there's nothing wrong with that. And while I was came on here and said that it's very much a Kanye West influenced album. Absolutely. Like on this list, the Modern Jam joint. We know that's the I Am A God beat mm-hmm. yeah. from Yeezus. But that's an interpolation. That's like a credited but thing. But also, Travis produced on that with Kanye and mm-hmm. Bon Iver, so he's sampling himself in that regard. Right. So while I get it, I also don't, because people could really give Travis a lot of credit for the Yeezus sound to begin with. Mm-hmm. So he's not allowed to do his sound? Yeah. Because <laughs> Kanye West did it well, too. And then, it, like, those I understand, but then you get down to... The Chappelle and Young Lean record. Mm-hmm. No concrete evidence, but Dave Chappelle was at the Donda 2 session. Yeah, so that Oh, my bad. All right. So yeah, Dave, yo, Dave just, just that. biting off your head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they yeah. both know Dave Chappelle. <laughs> yeah. So. It, the just, production also sounds similar to Donda 2. The song was even mixed by Kanye's main engineer. So, every, all right. So, Ghetto Boys is now mm-hmm. Kanye? Yeah. Because Mike Dean? <laughs> yeah. It's just people just are going to find a reason to try to, you know, diminish... Uh, a person's worth of value to whatever it is. It's just, you know, that's how it goes sometimes, especially when you're, but it only happens like that when you're like super successful. Mm. It never happens like that on the climb up. Oh, no. It's like once you're at the top and the success is here and, you, you know, you're you're repeating the success and you're, you're effectively putting out dope shit, people want to try to find out, okay, why is this consistently so good? But just listen to, just go to backlog to Travis's whole discography. Like this is the natural progression for where his sound was at the for start. Sure. Like, yeah. This all makes sense. Donda very much new. was, yeah, a, a Travis inspired to yeah. some degree album to begin with. Mm-hmm. But we're dealing with like different type of Kanye stands. Like even Meltdown, Verse was sent directly to Mike Dean four hours before release, Kanye West engineer. So because Mike Dean was working on something and Drake sent them a verse, we now need to give Kanye West the credit Also, for like, it. Mike Dean is, like, Travis's main engineer. Like He's he, a lot of people. He worked for the <laughs> he's, one, he's one of the greatest engineers <laughs> of all time. Keep using Mike Dean's name to be like, yeah, no, that's Kanye right there, man. And, yeah. and people do know that, like, Mike Dean has been around way longer than Kanye was. Like, people don't know that. Kanye didn't find Mike Dean. Kanye but found I'm, Paul McCartney. Too. All right, but I'm trying to tell you, so a lot of people don't know that. Mike Dean is not Kanye West's engineer. Kanye has used Mike Dean as an engineer. Absolutely. Before. Mike Dean is Mike Dean. But a lot of people don't know that. And that's and these are the voices that you start to hear and see on the internet is the people that really don't know everything or the full story. They think that Mike Dean, like Kanye made Mike yeah, Dean like found him. Yeah. yeah, and it's like, no, Kanye already knew that Mike Dean was dope and decided I need to work with that great engineer. Technically, he's he's Tedros's engineer if we get down technically <laughs> what's his name again tetro Tetros. i call tetro. him t- i know him for real so i call him tedro yeah you call him. i call him t-tom <laughs> yo t-tom. why is, why t-tom. is drake whispering t-tom in the beginning t-tom 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 i like it but I- t-tom i thought he was like oh is he's going to badu's house for another cup of tea again i, I thought he was referencing like mike with little bow wow uh, that what? didn't come nah, to my mind but that was the first thing that popped up in mind was it that's yeah. weird that was what he called uh, Tracy, T-Top. Your mind is fucking nuts. <laughs> Why did your mind go to that movie? Because I'm 33 and like Mike was a big part of my childhood. I sent Rory a meme, a picture of, uh, they had a meme going around at Bow Wow when he was like two years younger than LeBron and like a year younger than Solange. And he had the photos of like him with LeBron <laughs> and him standing next to Solange. 
Bro, I feel like they still photoshopped that, those pictures. Because there's no way Bow Wow was no, that much but, smaller than Solange. And she was only one year older than them. But that was like that, that perfect puberty time. Like, you know, in like eighth grade when all the boys look like they're fucking seven years old. And all the girls are going through puberty. So mm -hmm. they, they're taller. That was, I think, that time. Where Solange was like going through puberty as women do before men. And Bow Wow was just still look at a that little... picture, bro. <laughs> Like, are you kidding me? Yeah, that's not funny. Looks like that. he's on his knees. <laughs> that's insane. Well, he was little Bow Wow. <laughs> he really was living in He wasn't name. Big Bow. Yeah. <laughs> big big Soldier would have been fine in that That's photo. insane that that's only a year difference between him and Solange. Okay, like, but look, crazy. Crazy. we looked at the photos of Mike Tyson as a kid, Mom and Ali as a kid. That was, they were drastically different. No, that was fake. Mike, uh, Ali wasn't, I think they said Ali was... Uh, 19 in that picture he, yeah. was, he was 12 yeah, yeah they, people would just ask me, people would just be doing shit like right. that like but it was, was funnier to think it wasn't right. no no absolutely <laughs> I agree with you but you know once you because it's so unbelievable it's like there's no way Ali was 19 there yeah and then you go and look like no he was actually 12 did you see this uh, men's health thing with the rappers which I thought was great I thought Bow, Bow should have been there on the cover of this yeah Shad is in shape too young <laughs> he's just, I mean, How is he too young? He's older than Wiz Khalifa. Is he? Probably. Or, or the same age. Yeah. Or younger. Or younger. Um, so yeah, Men's Health, you know, Hip Hop 50. Uh, Hip Hop 50, uh, I'm Men's guessing. Health Magazine. Uh, this yeah, that's, it's to honor Hip Hop uh, turning 50. Uh, it says we gathered six rap legends, uh, Busta Rhymes, Method Man, 50, Ludacris, Common, and Wiz Khalifa. Um, basically talk about men's health um and i think that, is this the article where uh method man addressed uh he doesn't believe he's a sex symbol i think it was something i believe that, so yeah i think meth was saying he doesn't he doesn't look at, at himself as a, as a as a sex symbol method man if i know you're a sex symbol you should probably why do you know that because i i don't even really trust women that you got posted on, on his wall on, on your method wall man you don't have, you don't trust women that don't have a crush on method man? yeah you can't trust that girl that's interesting, but I think I understand what you're saying. Uh, you know, mo most girls you grew up with probably had a crush on Method Man, right? Yeah. He was a, a sex symbol. Even girls my age love Method Man. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, Joel's and Lloyd Banks took over. But Method Man for, you know, had a chokehold on the <laughs> young women. Chokehold. Of the tri-state. Yeah, that Mary video really did it for them. Um, but this, this was great to highlight hip-hop in a very healthy way. <sighs> yeah. Um, it's so great to see all six of these gentlemen looking as healthy as they do. This was a, a great representation of hip hop, especially hip hop aging. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I thought this was great. It was good to see 50, you know, talk with people that he didn't talk to at all his entire career. Yeah. Because <laughs> he was mean. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I love now seeing older 50 get along with everyone for the most part. I, He's still 50 the troll, listen, but man, he gets along for the most part with, with everyone. The older I get, the more I understand 50 more and more. Like, I get why he really didn't fuck with nobody for a lot of years. I mean, it's something about, not that, I, thankfully, I don't know what it's like, but I can only guess that when somebody stands over you and shoots bullets into you, it can be very hard to open up and trust anybody after that. For sure. And yeah, fuck with anybody after that. So the older I get, the more I understand 50's mind. Um, but it is good to see him now in a space where he's kind of taking that wall down a little bit, allow people into his space a little more, um, and to do shit like this, interact with other other rap legends as well. And it's just dope to see, uh, you know, uh, hip hop and health 
in the same kind of form mm. because it is important that you know we start making health cool and uh we've done we've done some 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 we've taken some strides in that direction over the years to kind of implement health into hip hop we sat down had a great conversation with Styles P about uh you know his role in uh making health cool yeah. in hip hop so uh shout out to Men's Health magazine for this and um salute to hip hop turning 50 I listen if I'm if I'm Luda or Wiz going to this shoot I'm telling the producers on the walk-in, everyone piss in a cup or they get an asterisk next to their name on the cover. Why is that? We're, def- we're definitely going for, come on. If I'm coming in here natural, sorry, Busta, Curtis. You a hater. <laughs> def- I definitely smell some uh, Winstrel coming from your, your green room. <laughs> <laughs> you think 50 uh, took a shot, took the Royce to- for the shoot? No, I think I think 50's done steroids before, and I think Buster's done steroids before. But they're from think, that era. I don't think they do them now. You never know. I, I doubt it. I highly doubt it. I don't think 50 is. 50 doesn't. I don't think he cares as much about the gym and lifting all those weights as he once did. Yeah, he, he looked out of breath during the Super Bowl. Don't steroids affect sexual performance? It can, can if it's yeah. like an excessive use of it. I feel like that would be a risk at like their age that they wouldn't want to take. I listened to... Uh, to a podcast with a who's like the main main steroid guy in baseball Mark McGuire before Mark uh, uh Pete Ro- no not Pete Rose he gambled um <laughs> uh was Jose no uh, Jose Canseco yes Jose Canseco right he's the one that basically from the played. A's yeah yeah on everybody um I was listening to a podcast with him and Neil Brennan actually and they they oh, asked he did about blocks no he did um the champs nice so they asked him about the, the sexual thing because there was always the rumor that steroids like shrunk your dick. And he was saying, no, it's a muscle. So it got significantly bigger, but his balls shrunk so small that he could not see them anymore. Oh, my God. Yeah. But I mean, like, do you need your balls like that? I mean, if you're trying, uh, if you're trying to procreate. For sex. I that? think you need your balls. Okay. Just a guess. So I mean, it got bigger in his, his he said his dick got way bigger because it is a muscle like it, it grew and his balls just shrunk extru- like he couldn't see them type thing. That's what he and I mean, he's been known to be a liar, though. I just want to make that clear. <laughs> well, I mean, why would you lie about your balls disappearing? I'm, I don't know what if Neil asked me about my dick, what I, if I would lie or not. I would. Ask, he was put on the hot seat. <laughs> I would ask Neil, why is he asking about my dick? I mean, if you're on a comedy podcast, you don't think it'd be brought up for one of the biggest steroid users ever. And that was the big rumor. Like, don't take steroids. That was always the shit in high school. Yeah. Don't take steroids because your dick will shrink. And all of us were like, well, no, thanks. All right. Well, I don't, I don't care about that, athletics that, that much. Uh, that's the same thing they tried to do with weed at one point. Oh, that it lowered your sperm count? Yeah. Yeah. But who's trying to have a kid at that point? If you can get another inch on your dick, but your balls were like Jose's, like he, he, how he described it, would you do it? Is the health of my balls okay, though? Or they're just smaller? They're just like cartoonishly small. <laughs> That's a conversational <laughs> piece. You look like a, it's not a, it looks like you just yeah, got a I go for it. stick with nothing else. Uh, <laughs> cartoonishly smaller. What's cartoonishly small in balls? Yeah. I mean, like it just, what cartoon dicks have you seen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, just, it, it looks like a dog post getting snipped. It's just like a little scotch. Gotcha. It's just like okay. a little It's just dangly. like skin just hanging? Yeah, it's just like a little gizzard. Nah, I don't know, man. Like a turkey neck? <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, man. Nah, I don't know, man. But they still work. I guess but like not as well as they used to oh then not you lose sperm count no no i need i need some sperm. no but like say you amara needs some siblings no but i'm saying like say say you can still reproduce but your dick would get an inch or two bigger however what's the threshold would you take that 
I'm willing to I'm willing to compromise my balls being a little smaller. <laughs> why not? Or, a little? Uh, they'd be like non-existent. If I can still, yeah, if I can still reproduce, why not? If I can still reproduce. What a conversation piece. Yeah. Like, like once she gets down there. Yeah. And like, and it would be easier to say. Like, sit. listen, a genie came and said, yeah. I have an extra inch, <laughs> but my balls went away. You could away. cross your legs easier. True. You could, like, bicycling would be more yeah. comfortable. It's easier for her to get to the gooch, too. Yeah, and certain, uh, sure. yeah, I'm down. I'm in. I'm sold. I'm in. Certain chairs and, you know, shorts you wear, you don't have to worry. Sometimes yeah, you sure. sit down too fast in, in a chair that's designed weird. Yeah. And you kind of catch. Yeah. Your balls can be an inconvenience. They are. About it. Yeah. Hot Especially day, they weather. suck in a hot day. On oh, this weather. Yeah. Yeah, listen, I'm, you know what? Just shrink my balls, period. I don't need the extra. Yeah, now that I think <laughs> just about get it, rid of like, them. yeah, just, we can, we can kind of do away with those. All right, well, thank you, Jose. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, Jose. <laughs> you stay Anyways. on athletes. Pause. Uh, I suppose we can. Why is John Morant getting tattoos really news? It's just anything John does. Is this his rebrand? Because he had multiple artists at one time uh, working on a tattoo piece. So it's p- probably something that you don't see all the time. Well, this this is kind of the new. They're adding, uh, what is it, anesthesia? Like when they put you to sleep at the dentist and shit? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So a lot of tattoo artists are getting certified in that. Yeah. And adding an extra like buck fifty per hour in anesthesiology. That's like yes, no, a, extremely a dangerous. Lot, a lot of tattoo artists are getting their actual, not like in some basement in Queens. Like they're really going to get certified. Mm-hmm. Um, and people are just knocking out for like fucking twelve hours, and they're getting multiple tattoo artists mm-hmm. to just knock out full pieces at once. Which, if you know exactly what you want as far as a big piece goes, I think it's a great idea if you have the money. Yeah, knock it, knock it out. Like I wouldn't suggest. Doing that with the idea of putting dream chasers on your stomach if you're not a dream chaser. Mm-hmm. But who am I to judge? Right. No, he chases dreams. He did it. Why does he have the hundred emoji and dream chasers on his stomach? Well, he's keeping it a hundred. <laughs> with the chasers? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I've Listen, I follow Meek. I've never seen him even at Ja. <laughs> <laughs> even, when, even when Ja was going through it, you feel like Meek would be the one that would stand up for him. Yeah. Because Meek always stands up for the person that's in the wrong <laughs> He, he has a way of doing that. What do you think of the Memphis Grizzly tattoo? Short-sighted. Uh, he's a if lifer. You've, you've caused this much chaos with that organization already. You really think you're staying there your whole career? He's like, what lifer. happens when he goes to the Clippers and the jersey is still kind of showing half of the Grizzly? Uh, I mean, I think it's it's part of his 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 story, part of his journey. No matter what happens, if he's if he's not with the Grizzlies in the next four or five years, I think that he can still have the Memphis Grizzly logo on his back. Like it's I mean, part of his story. I get it for like the college you went to because that's never going to change. I, I mean, that's like ne- an NBA logo. Yeah, but it's never going to change that. That was the team he that drafted him. That was his first NBA team. Yeah, but he's playing against other. If if he retired, I'm with it. Fully mm-hmm. understand. But like you're active in the league playing against the Grizzlies. And you have a grizzly tat. It's like insane to me. I don't want to bring up like Mike again, but is that not the Los Angeles Knights logo? From it, it appears to be. Yes. Do you think he got that in honor of the classic film? Listen, is that for Bow Wow? I mean, I mean, J Tom. Yeah, that, that may have inspired him. With Josh Young, that may have been a movie that inspired him to really hoop. Calvin Coolidge. Yeah, I thought it was Cambridge. 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 Yeah. Calvin who's Cambridge. Calvin Coolidge? There's a like Mike the too that I've got a president. That's a president. <laughs> Yes, that is present. <laughs> How did you feel uh, about like the four aces? Like you felt like I didn't feel any. You felt like he was a royal flush. 
Well, I mean, I don't it, even it, think that's a royal flush. It adds, <laughs> it adds into the whole life's a game. Calvin Coolidge. Life's again. a gamble. Is it life's a game or life's a gamble? Life's Probably a, life's a gamble. Yeah, it looks like there's a B. Yeah, life's a gamble. I feel like the the dice with that font and life's a gamble is is very very like jail Latin king. Like his nickname would be Joker. I feel like if you have that tattoo, life's a gamble. That's that's a Hispanic tattoo. You think uh, Kobe? You think Kobe appreciates these down here? I mean, I, that makes to me that makes the most sense for any NBA player. To, to you, get. all right? Do you feel that he has displayed the Mamba mentality at all? <laughs> well, um, I mean, once they told him to put the guns down, he said, "Fuck that! I'm doing it again." So that's the Mamba mentality. <laughs> yeah, no, don't stop. Don't stop. Keep, keep fucking going. No, I get it. That makes sense. Listen, thousand shots a day. Yeah, got to do that. <laughs> on or court. off the court. Off the court. Doesn't <laughs> matter. On or off the court. Doesn't matter. Ugh. I just hope that Ja has a. Uh, has a healthy and, and a great season, though. He is one of my favorite players to watch, and hopefully he stays out of trouble this year um, because he is, you know, Nike didn't walk away from him, so they believe in this kid. He tatted. He's a lifer. Oh, he has to. He has no That choice. was part of the contract. Abs- you got to stay. Well, a- absolutely. But, I mean, I'm not judging whatever it's he wants to get. Yeah. It's good artwork for sure. Whatever he wants to get is none of my business. I will say the tattoo artist did a great job of executing what he did want, whether I agree. And he has one of the, the best designed uh, personal Nike sneakers I've seen in a long time. Yeah, they're good. I like them. Because it's, it's hit or miss sometimes with these, you know, these 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 sneakers and these 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 personal, you know, models that these players get. It's like, oh, those are trash. But Ja, his 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 model is um is one of the best that I've seen in a while. I will say, though, getting a full back piece and full chest piece in one sitting. God, man. He is going to be a sore human being. How do you for sleep? White sometimes. Yeah. How do you sleep? How do you sleep on Mama mentality? Can you shower? No sleep. You can shower, but just not like like his whole chest and back is paused. I don't think it's he like got. Did he skin. get all of that done in one session? A good amount of that looked very new. Not like you could definitely see that there was some older tattoos in there, but ninety percent of his front and back paws looked like that was brand new. Good save. You know. Beat you to it. Yeah, most of that whole lower chest piece, uh, the oh, stomach that, part is new. Jeez, that amount on your stomach, every move you fucking make would hurt. Yeah, and I think I think that whole the whole back piece was new because they showed yeah. the video of him getting the uh, the stencil prior to that. I'm glad I never got a tattoo. I think for a prank, we should like put some anesthesia in Maul's tea, and then just have like. <laughs> All right, Lizzo. <laughs> or Bill. Patton. And then just have him wake, wake up with a full back tattoo. But see how long it takes him to realize it. That I have a back tat? Yeah, you never know. I feel like it would hurt. I feel like he would. Yeah. He may not know why. Like, he's just like, I'm, I'm sore. I would, know, <laughs> I would know if I had a tattoo on my back if I woke up. How long do you think? I think it would take as a while. As soon as I wake up. You could have just you slept wrong. You, had you, a never, tat- you didn't wake up and say, oh, a tattoo. No, you would feel it. You've never had a tattoo. It's like a bee sting. But I, exactly. This is which is why I would feel that there's been needles in my back and ink on my skin. Now, th- nah, you just feel, feel sore. Ink. You would just feel sore. It's like a deep tissue. If massage. it's a full back piece, you would just feel a full soreness. You wouldn't feel like a one area. Yeah, but then as soon as I start rubbing my back, like, damn, why is it? I'm going to feel like raised skin. Well, that, yes. Like, you're going to feel it. But we'd like put in a spot that you can't reach. I would still like get to a mirror and be like, what the fuck is, why is my back? I would see my back. I don't know why y'all asking me a thousand questions. Though. I would notice if it was a tattoo on my fucking back. <laughs> How mad would you be if it was extremely the mad. exact same Basley tattoo that I have? Extremely pissed. <laughs> or it matched Eden's thigh tat. Extremely or, pissed. Or if it was just Eden. Oh, my God. <laughs> like the Steve-O version, but of Eden's face? Like the way he got the our logo tatted, you uh-huh. got the thank you, Eden, 
tattooed on your your thigh? I would die. <laughs> Why would you die? I, I don't want Eden's name on my fucking back. Saying thank you? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't want that on my back. No, not at all. No? Fuck no. Damn. I'm just glad I never got attacked because I know I'm one of those people that with OCD, I can't, I wouldn't be able to see any blank canvas. You got a whole job. Yeah. I would act 100%. Yeah. I, I, and I know that about myself, which is why I never got a tattoo. What about a tattoo tear? Uh, that represents something that I'm just not a part of. You killed the game. For the bricks you lost? <laughs> you killed the game? Yeah. <laughs> what game did I kill? The game. I didn't kill no game. You're killing the game right now. Uh, anyway. You stay in sports. What else, what else in sports? <laughs> you get 92 money bags. Like the way 6ix9ine got all those 6ix9ine. No, no, thank you. Just, just. Uh, well, I'm good. Or like the way the um, autistic kid from OVO has the Louis Vuitton shit all over him. You could get like the money bags. Autistic kid from OVO? Why are you going to brought up that he's autistic? I shouldn't have said that. I'm sorry. Well, Keep okay. it though. Uh, Smiley. I like his music. I think he's entertaining. Oh. Not, yeah. and not, I don't think his autism is entertaining. I think his music is good. Okay. Did you guys see the women's 100 meter dash of the I world? I did not see this. World University Games? No, I did not. Uh, Wait, some, is that her? Somalia was uh, Somali Athletics Foundation sent his the president of the Somali Athletics Foundation sent his niece to the World University Games this year and let's just say she wasn't very fast you have not seen this video yet. I have not seen this video but I'm looking at what she's wearing listen representation matters um, it's good that she was in the race is it? Not. I feel like they should put one normal person in every race just so you can really see how fast these girls are so, cooking. All right. See, this is where this is a perfect example of the world wanting to be so inclusive and not wanting people to feel left out. That's, that's just, not what happened here, oh, though. He They just didn't hold like auditions for Wait, wait, wait. wait. Auditions? auditions. <laughs> is that what it's called? Or what? Like, well, whatever. Qualifiers. The qualifiers. But she shouldn't even be. She shouldn't have been in the race, period. Marriage, like, I you should have to qualify no matter somebody what. somebody in Somalia. Oh, I know for sure, but I'm just saying this like, isn't them wanting to be inclusive. This is nepotism. Mm. Net baby on the 100 I think, I think it's a. I think it's related. I think nepotism and inclus, inclusiveness is... It's... I don't want to be the uh, it's offensive guy, and maybe I'm being biased because I ran track at one point. These athletes worked extremely hard their entire lives to get to this stage it is offensive to just throw somebody there like that's offensive like you know how hard these people have worked to get to be in this track meet and then you just throw a niece next to you and they're on the world stage well would you rather have it be an empty lane yes yes I kind of like the idea or, of putting average people in one event just so you can see how good these Olympic athletes actually are well you ran high school track college all right, in high school track for the first week of outdoors, mostly women have this idea that they're going to join the track team because usually track teams don't cut people. And yes, it's like, sir. oh, it'd be a great way to stay in shape and it's nice out now. And like, let me do that. Mm -hmm. That lasts for one week. Oh, yeah. So that first meet of the year ends up looking a lot like this, mm -hmm. where it's people that actually take track seriously that are there that have been training throughout the winter and then someone in lane two. And that's this is what high school track looks like. Yeah, but that's just come on. For at least the beginning. That's ridiculous. I'm saying high school. This is the World University Games. Yeah, countries versus countries. Yeah, this is offensive. Also, how did she pull lane three? Uh, lane. No, no, no. It's four and five. Like, but this, like, she should have been in either one or nine. Uh, what the fuck is she doing in lane three? In the hundred meter dash, outside of one and nine, it doesn't really matter too much. But it's like get. I, 
that's the more offensive thing on the curves where it matters wasting but. a fucking lane on her. yeah waste a lane <laughs> yo what is this man or literally find any this 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 young lady should not have been in this 100 meter sprint she that wasn't a sprint no well it was her version of a sprint okay I could tell by the way her titties was bouncing. She wasn't going far. Like she had no sports. <laughs> the titties? Yeah, it was the titties. That gave That's it what away. gave it away. <laughs> Did you see the, the baggy shorts, <laughs> bro? Did you see her? Yeah, like look, like <laughs> all, right, yeah. so, all right. Lizzo needed to be at this event just to to point out who should be on the track and who shouldn't. If Lizzo like, bullied her, this, she probably would have. This could that. be Lizzo's community service after she loses the case. Just yeah. go to track meets and say who can cannot be. Listen, you're a little <laughs> like overweight, you? sweetie. Yeah, no, it's not happening. <laughs> a little heavy coming out the block. <laughs> <laughs> Not a lot of knee lifts on that yeah, one. No, nah, <laughs> no. Nah, this was I don't I, I didn't see this, but I, I know why I didn't see it. That's just absolutely ridiculous. And that's even like not Julian, you're saying put a regular person in that's not even a, a regular, regular person. Like she would be slow against a regular person. Like that's crazy. <laughs> okay, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I don't well, know. listen, I mean, good for the family. Um I hope she achieved her dreams. So funny. Uh, maybe that's what she always wanted to do. You never know. This Olympics is going to be interesting with, um, I'm not saying this in a negative way, but I think there's going to be a lot of like trans competing athletes that are really going to fuck up like a lot of the events fuck have, up in like a sense that people are going to get mad. A lot of these like f- women, the female athletes that are at that level aren't really pro like them doing their stuff because it's, you know, all we, the implications, all that shit, I'll need to get into it. Are we giving away false information right now? Have the Olympics said that come the next summer games, they will allow transgender Don't athletes have to, to I mean, it's be already, in the women events? I think they have to. They don't have to. Yeah, they really do. don't have to. I'm pretty sure. I promise you, they don't have. Didn't to. Didn't like it. Like they could just say no. Yeah, no. I don't. I don't think they have. All right, to. and then imagine what happens when the Olympic Committee says no to trans athletes. Nothing. Okay. What's going to happen to the, the Olympic Committee? Listen, if they want to have Bud Light just sponsor the like the trans games, have a blast. I'll watch. The International Olympic Committee has announced a new framework on transgender athletes saying that no athlete should be excluded from competition on the assumption of an advantage due to their gender. Long story short, they're allowing transgenders. Boom. And, and they're about to run a fucking 10 flat. Oh, well, I smoke. All I can't bitches. wait for the, the women's they're events run now. 11 five and get absolute gassed. That's trash, though, because women's track, I think, is in the in one of the best places it's ever been. Like even the last it's, World Games, we watched the oh, women's more than we watched the men. They're banned from track. All right, thank God. So they're banned from track, but not banned from what? Certain sports. Well, they've upped it now. So apparently, what I let's clarify what I read was the rules in 2021. Now in 2023, the new announced regulations come into force. They came into force on March 31st. They prohibit athletes who have gone through what the WA would call male puberty from participating in female world ranking competitions. Oh, so they can't. Of course they can't. What? What do you mean? Of course they. What just country? They wait, did. they would have to change that. That's just not right, bro. What, what country are the summer games in? Uh, where is it this year? Is it in a progressive country? I know we have next. Or no? Oh well, it better not be in Florida then. Paris. Uh, oh, no, Paris. oh, yeah, progressive. They can, they can get that off in Paris. You can do that in Paris. So basically, you can't. But no. trust me, the, the China, the Beijing games, not happening. That nah. wasn't happening in 08. No. So transgender men can perform, but transgender women cannot be in the women's sports. So transgendered men. Yes. There's so, no way they so would So people who be. were born women, assigned women at birth, mm-hmm. but became transgender men, 
they can participate in the men's sport. But that but shit would never happen. But they won't qualify. Because they can't qualify. <laughs> what does assigned women at birth mean? Damaris. Uh, a woman. Amara. <laughs> Assigned women? They call it assigned. They call because it assigned. Because that who's, who's they? Who because people it, who say that them? you're not a born a gender. So in who that, says you're not born a gender? They. Are you fucking you're kidding me? You're born a sex. You're not Jill, born Jill a Biden. gender. This is not my thoughts. Okay. This is All right. what you're, you're born a sex. So okay. you are born male or female. So right. I'm, assi- I'm sorry. Not even assigned women at birth. Assigned female at birth. Assigned person. So I was assigned female at birth. They told me that I was a girl because I had a coochie. How'd you feel right? about that? That's but what they, that's a scientific I, term. Yes. Yeah. If my brain and my body chemistry instead said that I was going to be a man or that I felt like a man, that I would be a trans, and I decided to, you know, transform, I would be a transgender. A transformer. <laughs> Even though I was born with a coochie, I would be a transgender man. Combination. Okay, what? You couldn't wait to get that off, could you? I can't wait for the combination summer. Those those games, the combination, combination. games. Combination games. It's going to go crazy. I got that on TiVo. Um, I just, TiVo. listen, man. It will be, and it's as fucked up as it is, I'm definitely watching any woman's event that has a transgender in it. Because yeah. ho- homie is gonna smoke that. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's gonna look like this. You have, Somali girl. Yo, come on, man. You have to watch that shit. You have to. It's gonna be hilarious. Imagine weightlifting. Like, what are we talking about? Like, you have to. You almost have to tune in just to watch the fucking just the, the circus. It's like, what the fuck is this? Like, we just have to Not listen, even, man. Like, this is the Olympics. Listen, I'm all for. Listen, be whatever you want to be. Whatever you feel you are, great. Great for you. I don't care about that. <laughs> but when you start talking about competing, male versus female, whatever you decide you feel like you may be, it's going to be on full display if you're in the wrong competition. How messy do you think 2028 Summer Olympics in LA is going to be? <laughs> we pot out there? <laughs> I mean, we have in to. LA? Yeah, 2028 is in LA. Oh, yeah. 2024 is in Paris, and then after that, the summer games. Don't we get the World Cup next? They said they started like displacing the homeless people. Like they gotta like move. Well, I mean, a a lot of the reason they built Sophie Stadium outside of football was SoFi. I call it. You know, we're closer, so I call it Sophie. Yeah, you Uh, know her personally. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) One of my joints. Yeah, one of your one of your pieces. Yeah, it's my angle with it. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Was so they could get the Olympic bid. Like the Rams lucked up. I don't know if the Rams were getting that stadium if yeah. if they weren't trying to get that Olympic bid. That's beautiful too. I mean, that's gonna. I mean, you've seen the documentaries about like oh shit. Even in the the beginning of the little baby doc of how the Summer Games in '96 mm-hmm. drastically changed Atlanta. Mm-hmm. South Central is gonna look crazy in four years. Well, the whole California is gonna look a lot different in four years. But if if the main stadium. For the summer games, it's going to be in Inglewood. Like, that's wild. Well, that area has already started to change. Oh, for sure. Uh, it's definitely a lot. A lot of like developments have happened over there. A lot of businesses. Uh, I think it's, you know, a lot of people that are from there. At first, I think they were indifferent about it. They kind of didn't um, know how to feel about a stadium being right there in their backyard. And I, I went. Was it last year? I finally went to a game there, and it is. It's wild how literally. Your house is right here on the corner, mm-hmm. and like two blocks over is the stadium. You can hear game sound from your home yeah, like it's 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 insane to, in the middle of Inglewood. But yeah. I know a lot of people they 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 didn't know how to feel about it at first when they the idea first came. But I think a lot of people in that area now 
are starting to kind of settle in and not be so mad at the stadium being there. Mm-hmm. I think they've accepted it. Uh, obviously, you know, the property value in the neighborhood has went up. Um, so, I mean, it helps. I know at first it's a, it's a thing with people that have were born and raised there thinking that it's just going to like disrupt the entire community. But I think that it is uh, benefits of having uh, a beautiful stadium like the SoFi Stadium in your in your backyard. Well, I'm curious too, and I don't want to make this too local for the West Coast, but what that'll end up doing to like the IE in certain parts of the Valley because they're going to push people. Some people yeah. have to go somewhere. Yeah, and Long Beach is only doing the same, mm-hmm. and I'm sure Long Beach is going to be a huge part of the Olympics mm-hmm. summer games. So, mm-hmm. yeah, the the LA suburbs are going to get interesting. To say the least. <laughs> uh, to say the least about things interesting, uh, there's a video of Beyonce at her show. Where um, were you? Where was I? I yeah. was home. This was in Boston. She had a show in Boston. You love Boston. Um, I don't, do I? <laughs> uh, she was getting help down off of her the tank stage. broke down. And uh, the officer kind of... Uh, it's crew. It's, it's, it's kind of like, you know, he didn't want to... You seen Julius? Julius got up. Uh, Julius, <laughs> Julius walked up and was kind of like ready to, you know, put hands on somebody. But um, I, d- I don't think it was, you know, the internet took the video and they were kind of like, oh. Cradled he it. Ca- he kind of copped a feel a little bit. He copped a feel. <sighs> Boston's finest right here, baby. She was safe. She was safely down that ladder. Boston PD. He's, he's not uh, BFD. Yeah. But I think he was trying to make it when you grab somebody like that so that when she goes to step down if she falls he's able that's the best place for him yeah it, it was, i don't think he was being creepy i don't think he was being uh i don't think so i don't think it's come to find it means i'm pretty sure the internet will find out who this guy is oh and his i'm, fucking I'm past, sure he's lost his, his job already it's crazy i'm sure they've murdered his family by now they found him yeah he's out of here i'm sure his his daughter is permanently traumatized um, at her school it's just you know it's when you when you talk about helping a woman down off of something it's hand placement can be a little, you know, I don't know where to place my hand, but again, I don't want her to fall. So it's a little, it's, it's, it's a, it's a blurred, it's a blurred line. It is a blurred line, but mm-hmm. I don't, I don't think that he was being, uh, I don't think he was being creepy either, but watch the other no. guy. The guy, he, he was on kind of like the top of her ass. And then at the end, when she had reached the bottom step, he went full left cheek. Well, it was. But he didn't grab her though. His hand was like placed there just in case. Yeah, it was open. Yeah, it was open palm. It wasn't like. Wait, if I palm the bottom of a left cheek, no, 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 it wasn't like that. It wasn't like that. Keep going. The fingers weren't curled in. It was like this. It was open palm. It was open open palm. palm, Why? No, keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Even really touching her. Yeah, it was kind of like that's a nasty angle. For come on, it's open. It's yeah. not this. It's if not you're on this. audio, go pull up the you video. You can't tell those. The, so look what are these? The fibulas? I don't know what those fi- are. You think that's a fibula, <laughs> Rory? He didn't say that. You, you said a fibula. That's your fucking fingertip. <laughs> what are yeah, you talking it's about? The, you know, the, fib- yeah, the fibula. It's, like, it's a full bone in your. I think it's. This in your is the lower <laughs> lower dorsimus. It's your whole leg. <laughs> Um, <laughs> what what are these called again? Fingers. Your metacarp- you no, about? metacarpals. Oh, That's metacarpals. what I was looking for. <laughs> yeah, your metacarpal. Okay, that's not it. Obviously, yeah, everyone knows that. Everybody knows which that. is connected to the lower yeah dorsum, the lower, the lower fifth. Yeah. yeah, it's connected to the lower east side. <laughs> this is a to Thompson's. That's the Ludlow House. <laughs> yeah. I get it. 
Those look like they are applying a, a bit of pressure, which would equal to a cuff. Mm. Nah, I, again. And if she fell backwards, how is grabbing the bottom of her left cheek going to stop her from falling backwards? That's for, because, okay, so you have a baby now. So when you hold her, right, the best <laughs> Amara and Beyonce know, are not the same. Amara's like eight pounds. So what <laughs> like, I'm, like I'm talking about. a grown about, woman. <laughs> and, and Amara doesn't go down ladders. I'm talking about body composition, right? Yeah. The place to catch her will be the place where there's a hook to her. Yeah, if I'm like this. To catch. Yeah, somebody already had the back. I think you guys are sleeping on the other guy. Look at the guy with the on the other side of him. Nah, he was being respectful. No, he, look, he had Julius breathing on his he, neck. He hover-handed the entire time. Watch. He, he's there for her guidance, but look, you can see the shadow. He never touched her. That's good. Hover-hand hover hand. you have to do because if you that. fall. Full hover. It's okay to grab the ass. Hover. He never he's grabbing her. ass with no indication of Beyonce. Beyonce at the Super Bowl he was being did a back kick and came back. Like, we really think Beyonce's going to fall off a fucking ladder. I, I don't think he was being creepy. Guess what? And it's my and job then he to make sure hand. she doesn't fall. I'm going to put my hair wherever the fuck I need to because what's worse than people thinking me grabbing Beyonce's ass is people thinking I let Beyonce fall. Yeah, you don't want to let Beyonce You fall. don't let Beyonce, Beyonce fall. Beyonce can't fall on your way. I don't care if you got to grab her by the back of that blonde wig. You need to hold on for dear And life. then look, he has her hand. He's escorting her to the next part of the set. Beyonce knows where the set is. No, I mean, yeah, but she you knows know, the stage. He's, he's she put this together. He's part of the crew, though. He, he has to. That's his job to make sure she gets to where she needs to be safely. Nah, I, judging by Julius's, I mean, he has this facial expression also, all great the time. Panda Julius, whoever filmed this, I, he it. he looks a bit concerned. He didn't like what happened, and like, why are you grabbing her like a toddler, moving her with her hand? Yeah, I think I think I don't think he's being creepy. I think this is a classic case of like they get the veteran cop that probably doesn't know who the he's artist is. He's not a is. cop. He's he works on the well, crew. Whatever. <laughs> is he? Uh, it says he's crew veteran, on the back. Like he's. But I'm just saying, like he's he, retired. He probably copy. doesn't know who Beyonce. Is. Like he's just like this is an artist. I'm taking this artist because she <laughs> has me, to get down me, from this thing. Let me explain Look, something to you. You'd be surprised, Maul. I understand what you're it's saying. A white man in Boston. I understand. He what you're knows saying. who Beyonce. I'm is. guaranteeing you that that man with that crew jacket on that night knew exactly who that lady was. But he, he was okay, so fine. Say he knows who Beyonce. Say it doesn't mean he necessarily knows the rules when it comes to touching. Oh no, I, Beyonce. Listen, it, I, that I don't. Again, we haven't. We just cracking jokes here, but. I don't think he was being inappropriate. Yeah. I think it's just, again, it's a female. So no matter where you place your hands on a female, when it's it's going to be like, hey, hey, watch your hands. You don't want to be handsy with a woman. And first of all, where are y'all getting that this is a retired cop from Boston? I this guy, a crew member that travels with him everywhere. No, he's They're not cop. letting a retired <laughs> cop from Boston just help Beyonce. He's a crew member that has been with he, them at every tour. He'll working the event, but he won't be on stage with a crew jacket on. No, <laughs> a, absolutely You not. think if he There's like... There's definitely retired cops there, not... Oh, for sure. If, he, if he dipped his hand in ink and like went to like the cop thing and like did the role and then put that on eBay and was like, this is the hand that grabbed Beyonce's out, you think that would someone would buy it? it? See? But then that would be creepy. He could monetize this. No. How's it creepy? You could just say, creepy. it's my handprint. Because then you're, then you're confirming that, yeah, I grabbed her ass. He, he happened to... No, he helped her off. He helped Somebody her down the ladder. Grabs Jake's, I mean Drake's, Drake's ass. Would you in and did that? Would you buy it? Yes, I figure. <sighs> it's a word. I just that I want to use here. <sighs> I just don't know how progressive we are as a country yet and as a world. Well, the Olympics aren't progressive enough yet. <gasps> okay, so I'll it's just, I mean, money bag yo just canceled tour dates. It's so crazy, <laughs> <laughs> and nobody's helping him get down the ladder. Like they're gonna let Moneybag Yo fall if he comes down the ladder. There's gonna be no crew there to help him. Uh, Moneybag Yo is canceling uh, some shows on his tour after uh, low ticket sales. Um, again, now I guess they're keeping a poll of all of the rappers that 
are forced to cancel shows due to low ticket sales. And it's tough to sell tickets, man. Why do they keep announcing this every time it happens? Because people are miserable on the internet and this is a great time that we can shit on someone and deflect from the own misery of our lives where we are not succeeding. Oh, and uh, along with that, I think that there are people that are just trying to actively point out, um, again, just uh, hip hop and music kind of like suffering right now mm-hmm. with rappers not being able to sell uh, tickets to their shows. It's tough. I mean, it's your hip hop 50 there. It's it's ironic. And I think that's why they're doing it so much, honestly. I mean, it's just again, I go back to the, the simple fact of a lot of these artists just aren't performers. They aren't artists that you want to pay to go see perform. Um, the music is not really you know, worth going to see performed. Now you have to be more popular than you have to be talented. So, it's, you know, a lot of those things come into play here when you talk about artists of today. It's, it's just not the music, the, the skill level, the talent is not what it used to be. Um, a lot of these, a lot of these artists are popular online. They have a following online, but uh, obviously that doesn't equate to 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 physical sales, to people paying their money to come out to see these artists. Um, so yeah, this is just an, a a product of just the game changing, and you know, music not being what it used to be. At what point are we going to blame the booking agents to some degree? Thank you, because it is. It's not Moneybag Yo's job to know what venues and markets he's the best in. Of course, it's great for his career if he understands that. That's mm-hmm. what separates the great artists from the good ones. Mm-hmm. We know all that stuff. But you are hiring a booking agent mm-hmm. to take 10%, sometimes 20 to know all of these analytics perfectly, to check even the temperature of certain markets where it's not even tangible, like to really understand your music, your career, and your fan base. Mm-hmm. So as much as we want to throw this on the artist, like, ha ha, look at, look at Lil Baby not selling that arena out. Mm-hmm. If Lil Baby is hiring what's supposed to be experts to take 10% of his tour revenue, which is fucking crazy, mm-hmm. and they're supposed to be the best of the best, why are we blaming Lil Baby? Yeah. Why aren't we blaming oh. the fucking booking agent that should know that's his job, her job, yeah. their job to know I would never... that that market... And baby, it's not clicking. We already know that streams do not equal ticket sales. Can we please all live in a world that's not all analytics? Like you need to understand the temperature and the culture of what is going on right now. And you're just trying to cover your ass and make your fucking quota for the month. And be like, mm-hmm. hey, put little baby in State Farm. Yeah. It's like, well, wait, can he do that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, it's fuck like we, it's not. These uh, are professional. You gotta look it's, at UTA like, and WME. Like it sucks that the artist gets looked at like it's their fault. Like, and we're not talking about like the artists, like man's he grew up with that yeah. he's trying to give an opportunity to and is mm-hmm. doing his fucking best. Mm-hmm. These are professional booking agencies, and now it it hurts the perception and brand of these artists when this happens. Yeah, if I hire and I don't want to like put it on any specific agency per se, mm-hmm. um, make up three letters. ABC. Mm-hmm. If I hire ABC and they, they're a premier booking agent and they say, hey, New Royal Mall, you guys can sell out the garden. And we're like, are you sure? Like positive. We've done all the research. We're the best. We've been doing this for years. Hey, we also represent the weekend. We like all this shit. I don't think it's naive, especially young artists to go, well, all right, mm-hmm. y'all, y'all are the ones that know this. Yeah, this, is right, why, this is why you're taking 10%. Yeah. And guess who's the only one that's going to get the pushback their brand getting compromised. They're going to look crazy. They have to deal with their own fans that now can't even go see them because mm-hmm. we had to cancel a whole date if we just went to fucking Terminal 5. Mm-hmm. I could have had my core fan base there. Right. And now these people are like, well, I guess maybe I'll see them next year. 
I think it just came they're, down to a lot of a lot of artists wanting to feel like they are those arena artists. But then these booking agents, if you talk to them and you fucking schmooze through the industry, they're laughing at their own clients all the time. Mm-hmm. And anytime you'll be like, well, why would you guys put them there? Like, well, he can't move any tickets. Mm-hmm. You're a fucking booking agent. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's fucked up because now Just the artist has to... go to a smaller venue and if you sell out right away, make it two nights. Why don't you book out a week at a small venue and see what you can do? It's fucked up because now the artist has to wear that. It's like a That's stain. It's like, oh, you had to cancel shows. What type of venues was Moneybag Yo trying to... I doubt he was trying to do arenas, right? Uh, I, I don't know. Who would be that booking agent? And I'm not trying to shit on Moneybag Yo. I know he streams really well, but... Arenas. These are, these are arenas. T5. Spectrum Center. Terminal 5. State Farm Arena. Terminal 5. Heritage Bridgestone Bank Arena. Center. These are arenas. Capital One. Wow. These are arenas. Yeah. I, listen, I, I will be the first one to say I, am of course, know who Moneybag Yo is. I know a few songs. I'm not well-versed in his catalog to know that his that's insane. And I think it but sexy. Maybe in Atlanta and like his hometown, but his fans are not. Sexy Red, from? Sexy Red, and uh, Finesse two times. I think were the uh, opening acts. So okay, there's that as well. Which bring fans like that is that's a good lineup. Yeah, but how many people are going to see Sexy Red do two records? A lot. Good of amount. People. Yeah. I mean, but it's not just that's a good su- that's a good supporting act in the moment in time yeah. of everything that's happening right now. That's no, a good a, thing to add to. That's yourself, a look for, for sure. a Sexy Red. That's the that's a look for her. That's yeah. a great look for her. Like, I would assume this is her first tour, and it will bring yeah. women out. So that's that's a good look for her. She she'll bring women to come out to hear you know hear those records. But again, you asking for a lot of people to want to jump on that when you say arenas, Terminal Five, okay, but doable. That's New York, I feel like. But when you start saying arenas, I don't know if that many people are going to want to come out to see Sexy Red. They love her. They they listen to it in the car. They listen to it in the crib. In the well, club. That's a supporting. Supporting act. I yeah, but I'm just saying, now you're talking about what else now after that? After we get those songs now, what are we waiting on? Well, Lil Baby hired Tiana, and Tiana is now advertising his tour on her platforms because she's doing his, like, you know, his production of his dancer. Now, let me say this. I saw that, too. Shout out to Tiana, the aunties and all of that. Dope. I think what Tiana's doing is great. <laughs> I don't think she will. But if Tiana Taylor has little baby up there dancing, his, <laughs> his career is over. I don't think oh, he'll so. Do some she was just training his dancers. Not Let him. me explain something to you, Julian. You don't like black people. I love black people. Let me explain something <laughs> to you. What the fuck? If little baby gets on what? stage, and listen to what I'm telling you. If little baby gets on stage I'm about to shut you and Tiana so has him dancing. Okay. I think she will. Have. Keep going. Keep his going. career is going to flop. Don't go. bring up Drake. 2020, uh, what year was it? When Kendrick made his return at Day in Vegas. 2022, 21? Different artists. I was there. Different artists. Lil Baby was the opening. Lil Baby was the last artist before Kendrick. He did a whole fucking choreography set with his dancers. Little Baby? Yes. He danced? Yeah, yes. Bit. Oh, yeah. You're right. Yes. I was there I figured in Vegas. The moment I saw, I it saw Tiana. Two years ago. Oh, he's he going to be dancing. Dancing? Dancing? Yeah. And he had, he had a set. Like, he had this, like, Giant chair. Rappers thing don't dance. On. I'll find it. I'll yes, find video of it. Not little babies. Tupac danced. Big Daddy Kane danced. Dancing with one of his dancers, like grinding on. That's different. I'm talking about if he's up there doing a full four count. <laughs> a four count. Yo, <laughs> it's gonna get bad. But why can't rappers could do that? Why not, bro? Rappers can't dance, man. I'm sorry, it's fucked up, but they just can't. Kendrick danced in a t- different show. Different type of artist. So is it rappers can't dance or hood rappers can't dance? Which one is? I just I mean, Kendrick's from Compton. 
it's just it's just the type of content, the type of the type of music you making. Like it's just you can't you can't that dance is very listen dancing for rappers is almost like when it comes to acting for rappers like once you go too far into the acting lane it's hard to come back into the rapping lane. Offset be dancing like Offset be like dancing. But, no, they were dancers before they started rapping. Like the Migos, they they was break dancing doing that before they started rapping. That was that was their thing. Okay, but most people don't know them for that. Most people just know them for rapping. So no, but don't, most, don't box baby in, man. Let let him get. His choreo. I off. fuck with little baby. If he's up there doing a four count, bro, that's gonna be bad. You don't think that if someone did a fucking oh yeah, there he is. That's not really <laughs> dancing. No, that's just you don't think that clip would go viral and that would help his show out if nah, there was man. a video of baby dancing at the first one. You could you could get into his zone and vibe to his, his lyrics, but he can't be up there doing four count full choreography. He can't. It, it, he's just not that type of artist. People don't want to. I don't even think people want to see Little Baby doing that. There he goes, right there. There he goes. Ooh, I would. I would watch Little Baby. He's a little stiff. Pause, bro. Um, he can't. Tiana can't have him in the full count. That's all I'm saying. All right, voicemails. Uh, Love voicemails. Should we start with the classic relationship issues? Uh, I mean, we are the relationship gurus that, and everybody seem to have has, it all figured out. Everybody has relationship issues. So, do you all? Me? Mm-hmm. No. You have to be in one. Oh. <laughs> you never had a relationship issue? Oh, of course I have. Play the voicemail. Yeah. <laughs> Plenty of relationship issues. Hey, what's up, guys? It's RK from Scarborough. Just had a quick one. Mine's them. Might up be north. a follow-up still. This might be a follow-up still. I've been trying to break up with this girl for the past, like, five, six months. And every time I... Oh, she's cheesing him. ...get to it, something happens. Like, I'm... In the middle of breaking up with her, and her grandpa passes away. <laughs> you know, I kind of can't be like, ah, sucks for you. That's not for you. know what I mean? And then the next time after that, you know what I mean? This girl was like homeless the, literally the day before, and she was going to tell me. And man, I don't know. It just seems like every time something keeps popping up. <laughs> and like, I'm only laughing because I've been through something similar. A like, it'll be crazy, you know? Like, doxing me recording everything take pictures of me when i'm not looking and stuff and like is it hip-hop if i go on her phone and i just delete all the memories of me and us? <laughs> calling them memories is crazy Anyways, i'm just asking I like this for kid. a friend cough cough <laughs> peace guys love you guys fan of the pod Oh, I love Canada what, so much. What was his name again? RK. I fuck with RK. R- I've been through similar shit like that when you're trying to get out of a relationship and bad shit just keeps happening to them mm-hmm. and you're not like a terrible person. So it's like, all right, it's, it's family member passed. Let me think. Like I could withstand another month, two months per se. If a family member died, you have to thug it out. Going homeless in that stretch. RK from Scarrow. First of all, it's not hip hop to ever go do a girl's phone. Number one. Not if you're deleting the memories, though. No, never go through. Memories don't live like wiping her camera log is hilarious. Uh, Number two, I think this is just the universe telling you that this is just your person. No. That's the I, last thing I thought you were. Wow, about to stay say. together is your advice. I thought you were about to say, Bro, "Yo, fuck might a grandfather." Might as well is, is your just, advice. No, not might as well. That's never my advice. What I'm saying is the universe. Grandfather died, and then she was homeless. That might be the universe way of saying, "Yo, this you woman needs you in her life in some capacity." Like, I don't think you should abandon her, leave her, break up with her. Um, 
because these things are happening, she obviously needs someone. Well, he should ask himself, if he was homeless, would she still fuck with him? No, he shouldn't ask himself that. Why not? No, because you don't do things for people in hopes that they'll return it. You do things for people because you're a good I'm just trying to stand up not. as a man that maybe his excuse should be like, yo, I'm not trying to fuck with a bum. Mm. Like, get, you know her. what? Get your shit together first. Sorry, it's parking. I have to change the meter. Um, get your shit together first mm-hmm. and then come back to me. Come back to me healed. It's your breath control arm. Yeah, but she, but those are things that, those are things that she can't, like death, she can't control, obviously. Mm-hmm. Grandfather died. Yeah, right? but the moment she's homeless, like that is kind of your way out to be like, hey, I'm just at a point in my life. You have a lot going on. Maybe you should focus on you first and then down the line, when you get it together, maybe our paths will crawl. But if you genuinely care about her and she's homeless and you, you got to help, rib, you, yeah, like, you you're probably going to take her in. Bro, she's your girlfriend. Like you can't leave your girlfriend when she's homeless, bro. Yeah. That is fucked up. Do you guys watch Curb? Yeah, of course. Yes. I don't want to, I mean, I don't think I'm spoiling. Curb's been out forever. You know when he's dating Vivica A. Fox mm-hmm. and he wants to break up with her, but then she gets cancer? Yeah. And then he tries to find a therapist to tell her that he's too toxic to be around since she has cancer? Yeah. That could be a strategy. Mm. Y'all should go to a couple's therapist, but like one you pick it could out be, but that's and be like. Up. It could be a strategy, but that's still fucked up. Or is that a really kind way to get rid of somebody? How? He didn't even tell us why he wanted like not want to be with He her. hates that girl. He yeah. definitely hates that girl. If you want to go through somebody's phone and delete, uh, go through their phone to delete all memories of you hoping she gets over you, you need to leave her alone. You hate that person. That's you hate sick. that person. Like her and own I, personal memories she yeah. wants to get rid of. That's, That's sick. I'm not an advocate for being with women that you you hate low-key. Like just, just no matter what she's going through, like make sure she's good. Like you need to go. Yeah. What was her relationship with her grandfather? Rory. That's a good question. Good question. No, it's not. What if what if he really wasn't no, mad, shit? She just pulled up to the funeral, like, and just for the berries, like, to just to bury him. But who's to say they had a relationship? I just feel like in those moments, you gotta kind of like. I think that your karma will be taken care of if you kind of stay with a person and kind of like be the, that person for them in those moments. I'm like, surprised that's your. Response. I cannot believe that is your yeah. response. Yeah, I think that would help him do that. I thought you would have the logical response of if you you clearly don't like this person, even though she has a lot going on in her life, that's not your problem at no, this point. No, cli- that's dragging her along is going to make it worse than just her grandfather. I'm not saying drag. I, also, and being homeless in Toronto is fucking crazy. Also, this is it's why is that crazy? It's cold up there. Stay. Well, yeah, one, it's cold. Wildfires. Two, I just feel like it's such a kind. Like it's our neighbors to the north. They're so nice. They would take anyone in. Drake's you just knock a on a door and I feel like someone Drake's got some room. That's true. If you go to the estate. Scarborough Mall. He's on tour. So he'd, be court empty. he'd be on his knees in a puddle crying if she went to the estate. The embassy. That could I'm maybe sorry. My bad. keep them together. Maybe he'll like her more once he finds out that she's up at the embassy. He's on tour. Like, it's not that threatening. Home's open. Yo, you got to stay with her still. It's just it's just the uh, Kentucky Wildcats staying there right now doing some yeah okay summer don't don't leave that girl while she's homeless man don't do that that's fuck that's fuck that's a but any woman would leave a man if he was homeless though oh. that's no don't, that's not true it just move niggas in their cribs yeah I'm about to say day. that's that's definitely not true I've, I've been moved yeah like that's not <laughs> yeah. true man don't do that nah <laughs> I, I I just my best work Wait, yeah whoa, like just, whoa 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 Demarin, say that out loud I said it out loud no nah, they didn't hear you. I said the best dick comes from men who need somewhere to stay. She oh, said no. That she said the best dick come from homeless dudes. I know what she means though. Like, yeah. When I needed a place to stay, I got fucking keys out of you. I was laying wood. <laughs> you got to get them copy, copy them keys. That's you true. fuck that copy out of you. 
And like you have You don't even know your on. pussy can make keys. You ain't even know that, did you, Damaris? Mm-hmm. It's called a queef. <laughs> Damaris ain't even know a pussy can make a copy of her house keys. You ain't know that. Look how fast. <laughs> Look how fast. You're a locksmith. <laughs> Boxsmith. Boxsmith. <laughs> oh, man. All right, let's get to the next one. I have three kids and I have one on the way. I have two baby mamas and my fourth kid will give me my third. And me and her were together until she got pregnant. And then after she got pregnant, she went nuts. And then happens. Things didn't go so good. Now we're not together. She was asking me to do crazy shit that I'm not with. So my question is like raise kids. Should I try to do the shit she's asking me to do? Be present and act like I like her. Or should I just do me and say, fuck it. And just do what I got to do and keep better in myself and not worry about what she wants me to do and just do me and take what she got coming for me. Cause I already know what it is. I've been through it twice. Let me know. This is really crazy. Peace. Peace. Um, uh, well, you have to be consistent and say, yes, pre- continue to pretend to like her. No, <laughs> he doesn't like himself. This is the, he said, yep, I know what's coming. You, why do you keep putting yourself in these situations with these women? I can't answer this without knowing what she wants you to do. Yeah, take care of his responsibilities. <laughs> yeah. yeah, take care of responsibilities. Fucking be a man, like raise his, his children. I don't know. Like she got pregnant, went crazy, and was like, "Yo, you have to be the father since you are." Yeah, like, <laughs> like, I don't understand what he's saying. Like, yo, she got pregnant and then she went crazy. What does that mean? That's such a a blanketed statement. Well, that like, is true. Yeah, but <laughs> go crazy how? It's hormones. Uh, they're, they're oh, fucking, yeah, hormones change. Yeah, yes, emotions insane. change. Yeah, I get that part. But he's saying like, I've been through this twice already. Yeah. Okay. So then, sir, you're the problem. Yeah, you should stop coming inside of women. Yeah, you should p- wear a condom. Like that's a lot of these. A lot of these issues wouldn't be here if you just wore a two dollar condom. Like condoms are two dollars. No, they're not. They're more than that. But like one I mean, single condom. If you buy in bulk, well, like a pack of twelve is like like thirty dollars. Eighteen ninety nine. Twenty bucks. Twenty bucks. Something like that. Inflation is crazy. They're like cigarettes. Yeah. Rory that, said same thing. What? Same is that a Biden thing? Why are they so expensive? Uh, yeah, that's a Biden thing. Yeah. Put that on the demon rats. Um, but yeah, I, Levi, you, you're the problem here, sir. You are having sex with women that, and then coming in them, and then getting them pregnant, and then expecting them to be okay with, I guess, whatever else bullshit you have going on in your life. And if you have, this is your third baby mother with three kids. It's just your fourth on the way. I'm pretty sure that this woman had to deal with some stuff from your other two oh, baby mothers. And now she has to, you know, because if you have two kids and you're in a relationship with a girl, like she kind of sort of has to have a relationship to some extent with your kids as well. Yeah. Um, she has to share her time with you, with your kids. Um, I'm pretty sure she's getting some type of energy from your two other baby mothers. So it's a lot that that girl had to deal with as well. Um, so, yeah, Levi, I think, uh, is that the thing, Levi? Yeah. Levi, I think you're the problem. I think that um, you, sir, need to either go get a... A vasectomy, that's, that's mm-hmm. what it's called? Yeah. Get a vasectomy if you don't want to wear condoms, uh, but take care of your fucking kids. Take man. steroids. Take care of your kids. Take care of your responsibilities. Be a man. It's not hip-hop to have kids and not take care of your kids. That's not hip-hop at all. Actually, might be I like mean, step one of hip-hop. Hip, yeah, yeah. Might, I think the guy that set up the first turntables might have been going through that yeah. <laughs> I mean, he might have had some kids that he wasn't, but at one, at one point, let's, Brenda had a baby, yeah, let's and then she didn't. Yeah, let's be progressive in hip hop. It's not hip hop to have kids and not take care of them. Like, let's get let's get that fucking energy out of hip hop. But um, take care of your fucking kids, take care of responsibilities, and get a vasectomy. 
Um, Julian, I did see something, and maybe we could do it for Patreon. Uh, my friend is gay, but has a family. Was that something? Oh, I saw? that's a. It looks fucking nuts. We have. That, it's a good one. Should we do it? My friend is gay. No, like it's it, this guy has a girl who's he's married into a family. The girl's family doesn't like gay people. They're extremely religious. His best friend is gay and they like want him to stop being friends with this guy. It's like uh, fucked up. We can save that one. Yeah. We'll do one more and then we'll save that one for Patreon. All right, cool. All right, cool. All right let's do this. This is a good one. What's up, Rory? What's up, Mom? Um, I've been fucking with you guys since the old pod. Um, I'm 43 years old, one of your older listeners. So, Mom, I fuck with you with everything you be saying. My situation is I have been in a situation for the past eight years. Swag. Somebody that's a little bit older than me. Um, Love it. The way Married the situation kids, started, sure. it wasn't supposed to be anything serious. However, we, well, I know me, I'm a creature of habit. I get comfortable in situations. We both develop feelings for each other, and here we are eight years later. My problem is I realize I'm getting older, not younger, and I want to start doing that old people couple shit, you know. And I can't do that with somebody who's not willing to give me 100% of them, and I am trying to give 100% of me. Um, I already know what I need to do. I pretty much know what you guys are going to tell me, but I need to hear it because I need tough love. And like I said, since I'm a creature of habit, I'm all, it's hard for me to let go of situations, especially when my feelings are involved. Um, so just let me hear it. All right. Peace. Uh, I'm going to assume he's married with kids, right? I'm going to assume that he has kids. I'm going to assume that he has he is married. It's a situation ship. Or he's probably telling her, like, he, you know, we're going through a divorce. We're separated. We're not together. Yep. Uh, baby girl, go ahead and leave that man. Because <laughs> yeah. Maul's waiting for you. Leave that man. I'm that's waiting, true. But I'm just saying. That's not, think about it. That's not, we available. didn't think about no, it. No, but think about it now. You can call back uh, and take some time. First date. Yeah, no, just uh, dump him. Hmm. Just move on. She can't dump him. They're not in a relationship. Well, cut, stop, stop well, being the side chick. Yeah. Yeah. Stop answering his calls at two a.m. In, in the situation, when his kids are asleep. In the situation, ship. Um, there's something out there for you that's uh, much healthier than a situation. And let's be nice. We all understand situationships and how comfortable they can be, especially of a certain schedule. Mm-hmm. You don't really maybe have time to do that, or you didn't want to. But now you're getting to a certain age where that's a thing. You have to change your habits. Yeah. And this being one of them, you got to move on. Got to move on. Get put yourself in a healthier position, like you say. You're not getting any younger, um, so you don't have time to waste on shit that's just not beneficial. It's not really going nowhere. Eight years of a situation ship is absolutely fucking crazy. Is it though? Yes. It yes. Is. Eight years. Yes. Three years is like there are right. some situation ships where both people like go in and out of relationships, and y'all just continue to fuck with each other because it's familiar. Yeah. That's still a situation ship to me. Doing that for eight years. Eight years straight of just a situation ship to two of y'all is fucking insane. Yeah. <laughs> but, is it straight or is it fluctuate? I'd imagine they've had to take a year or two off in between. Like, There's nah. no way they've been doing I've nah, had situation ships like- where I've gotten in a relationship or she's gotten in a relationship and we stopped dealing with yeah, each other. Yeah. But then when it was broken up, we went back and that's had a lengthy time. But That's still a situationship to me, though. I don't uh, consider those situations. You don't get roller, rollover relationships. <laughs> no, not rollover. It's like minutes. when y'all are doing like almost relationship shit, but y'all aren't like official. Like that's yeah. yeah, but what's wrong with relationship? There's a lot for eight relationship years. Relationship shit is fun. Bad shit for eight years that. doing that that's is perfect. a lot wrong with Especially that. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, that's Man. crazy. You spent your mid thirties 
now into your early 40s oh, doing that? Yeah. Situationships are for your 20s, baby. Yeah, like you're supposed to be. That's not entirely true. No, they're not just for your 20s. No, I actually think they, they probably strive better in your 30s and 40s. If someone is just, that's where they're at with their life. They don't want to get in like a fully committed thing. A situationship for a, someone in their 30s and 40s is perfect. You have to go out and fucking date and meet eight new people. Eight years is a commitment. You're probably busy. Eight years eight of a years situation. Is a commitment. That's two terms. Si- who commits in a situationship? That's the point of a situationship. You're not committed. No, but a situation. That's why. It's that's a commitment why it's crazy. to the person. That's why it's crazy to have a situationship for eight years. You don't think this woman and that man have fucked other people during the eight years of their situationship? I'm I sure. I don't it's know. Yes. I, don't, I don't know. I don't know these people. But what I'm saying is to say you had a situationship for eight years. Because if if it's bro, just that, on, then that could be like you could have an eight year fuck buddy. Like no, that's just my like that's my my fuck. But buddy. some people like, would I consider that a situation. Yeah, it's not not a situation. Nah, to bro. some degree, she says she a fuck buddy could be a situationship. <gasps> have you fucked a girl that you fucked eight years ago? Like I don't want to say recently. Yeah. Like, but but not you recently, fucked over yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, that's. Probably similar to what they're going through. Nah, nah. they sound like they in, in no, deeper than that. No, she has feelings for the. Yeah, they they they. You don't catch feelings for your fuck buddy after eight years. I got feelings. Or that's you. when you do catch feelings. <laughs> eight years. <laughs> eight years of anything is a lot. I don't give yeah. a fuck what it is. A situationship is absolutely crazy to have for eight years. It's like at some point you got to be like, all right, man, what are we doing? Because this eight years of this, and we should be living together. And then adding the year and a half uh, pandemic years. Mm. We should be living together. That is going through the situation shift through the pandemic is nuts. You might as well just get married. Half of their well, that's like the that was like the halfway point of this. She's leaving out information though. He's Half. married with kids. He's definitely he's definitely has kids. He's definitely has somebody he's living with. Yeah, one hundred percent. He goes to her house like you know when he has free nights and weekends when he's like, at work. Yeah. Defending on the type of phone plan he <laughs> has. We're gonna he's double. at work. He's doing the overnight. We're yeah. going to double. I get yeah, I gotta, it. Uh, I got to record Patreon. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> but to do that for eight years, no. You got to move on. Uh, move on to something more solidified, something more concrete, something more stable. Because uh, you just, you're going to end up getting your feelings hurt somewhere down the line. If they're not already hurt. Call back and let us know if this has been a fluctuating thing or if it's been straight. And call back and let us know when you cut it off. Yeah. And what city you're in. Unless you said that, I don't remember. No, I didn't. I did, well, your IG too. Okay. For so IG. For all. For me? For yeah. all. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. I'm cool. You guys are closest in age. Mm. What does that mean? So the- Why are you cool? You don't know her. I thought you was looking for love. Chemistry. Who? You. Looking for love? Yes. I'm looking for my keys this morning. I'm not looking for love. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> looking for love? I think, uh, I think Eden would be good with a nice cougar. I think he's at that point in his life. Uh, nice maybe. older woman. I can use a sugar mama. Yeah. Edda would be good at that. Sugar mama? Yeah. Like that oh. kind of relationship. For sure. Yeah. Like he has to edit late and like she can just like rub his shoulders while he's editing Patreon. I thought I would have to rub her shoulders. No. No, yeah, you're the sugar baby. Oh. No, you yeah, get pampered. Yeah, you get taken care of. Well, you, you would rub her shoulders and she would give you money. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm Man, wait, I want one. On feet. Yeah. I don't do feet. Really? Yeah. He hates feet. Y'all don't know that yet? I don't hate I, I knew that. I just don't care. For I didn't room with him in... <laughs> In Mexico, so I don't know. Unless it's Maul's feet. Did you and Maul go head to toe? Excuse me? There was two beds. Yeah, but like, <laughs> summer camp. They shared a bathroom. Though. Julian, you thought... You the let, me, I'm a, let me turn my chair this way. <laughs> As a grown man, you thought that I shared a bed with Eddie? Head to toe. Like, you really thought that I was a California together. king. I'm asking you again. You thought that I slept on the same mattress as Eddie? I'm just thinking different country. It could have been... I don't care the what standard fucking country of living is probably You not think that me and Eddie laid down and went to sleep on the same mattress? Head to toe. 
What had uh, the pregnancy thing not happened? What would the sleeping arrangements be? What do you mean? Oh, I guess that's a good question. Who would have had the? I did think about that uh, post I when we got it to the airport because it was multiple beds in both rooms. Because yeah. I did feel bad that you know you guys had to like room. It wasn't even bad. No, it was. How cool. was the bathroom situation? It was pretty fine. Rory, Rory, and Edin probably would have been in the same room. We had the best. I probably would have stayed in Jay's room with the dog. We had the best what? Water pressure. Yeah. Yeah, I used y'all bathroom because my bathroom the yeah, water shower shower was it, was it was cool. It was a big shower. You could sleep with Ed and snoring in next to you. That I, I just he can't. Definitely do that. fell asleep with me snoring. I fell asleep like it was. <laughs> I wanted to fucking choke him, but I, it, it wasn't like after it a while. It, after a while, after a while, it's kind of like that white noise yeah. on the TV. There you go. Did anyone snuggle with a, so, a great he, Dane? No, hell no. Damn, that would have been awful. That, that's yeah. a lot. When of I went back to Mexico, I was big snuggles. Oh no, with a uh, Vice President Al Gore. <laughs> It's the I'm name not, of the dog, guys. I'm not snuggling with a big ass great dame. Yeah, why not? Well, that's a lot of they're slobber. so loving. I'm not. That's a fucking horse. I know. No, I f- I felt like really safe. <laughs> you feel like a kid I felt again? safe. <laughs> I, felt, I felt safe knowing they were on the property for sure. Oh yeah. They were. Would but, it have been weirder if you guys had uh, been roommates at that time? No, I probably would have slept in Jay's because there was like four beds in the other room, and I was. So you would have, uh, have just done that instead of you guys bunking. I Probably, really, yeah. It didn't really matter to me. Like, I was, I'm with whatever. They had four beds in one room. Why didn't you guys all share a room? There was two rooms with four beds. There was and then one rooms, room with two. two. It was one room. Compelling content right now. Yeah. yeah. It, it was one room with, the room you in had how many beds? Three? Four. Four? But they four were like, plus that weird were, top bunk. It was like, it was like twin, five, beds. I think. I think it was yeah. twin size beds, though. Yeah, no, they, they weren't even twin size. They were like smaller like, than college dorms like i had to push towel. i had to push yeah. two beds together type thing and, they then, were, and the room me and edin was in it was two like full queen size, size yeah, full size queen, yes. okay so edin being the big warrior that he is he needed a bigger yeah bigger mattress so we made sure that he was accommodated well had that core strength do you spread out like when you sleep or you, do you sleep just like narrow like are you side uh, i sleep starfish. next to an infant now so i whatever she gives you i'm like yeah yeah and i'm nervous that like I'm gonna like roll when I keep. Yeah. So I yeah I sleep like this. You sleep like you in the overhead. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Very pensive. I sleep like that if I'm cold. Okay. Like if it's cold, I gotta sleep like that. Like I gotta sleep in one spot. But if it's hot, I'm all over the fucking place. I'm just trying to find that spot. You know that comfort, that little nook, where it's like okay, I can mm. I can sleep peacefully. And luckily, it was rainy season, so it was cool out. Oh, no, it was great. We just opened the windows and we were- Yeah, it was we great. Money. You and Eden didn't need to use- Beautiful, body, beautiful time in, uh, to in Mexico. And shout out arm. to uh, Eden uh, singing me a lullaby at night. I did? With the white noise. Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, snore. Well, we would take uh, cars back from Rory's house from recording. Eden would uh, occasionally fall asleep and snore, and it would scare the driver. Oh, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> they would turn around like, what is that? They thought like their car was like troubleshooting. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> like, that's just Eden. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I missed Eden so much when I went back to Mexico and didn't have a translator. All right. Well, I guess we're going to head over to Patreon now. Yeah. Why not? We, we, got, have, uh, we got some callbacks. Like some call some, Shorty. some return mm-hmm. ones. Got a callback. Uh, I'm looking forward to this one, honestly. We need to figure this one out. Yeah. Um, Zaddies, AKA Dad Bod Pod, AKA This Is a Working Title. Is available now on Patreon first episode with my guy Kaz, mm-hmm. where we just talk about what it's like to be fucking fathers for the first time. Daddies. Big dads. Yeah. Big pop. Well, Kaz is bigger than me. Yeah. Paul. Hey, yo. He's a, I mean, like, <laughs> in, I didn't, in, in he's a taller person. Oh, a taller person. Okay. It's in stature. Yes. Mm-hmm. Got you. So, um, so yeah, check that out. Uh, pr- 
what was that? It's my phone. phone. Oh. <laughs> Merch is still available. New Rory in Mall. Dot com. Com. Is that it? Dot com? <laughs> Sorry. We are so bad at plugging shit. Go to our Patreon. There's a bunch of new content. We've been shooting a lot of shit. Your new vlog. content. Our Patreon's been- New vlog is up. Real cool lately. I like our Patreon a lot. So check Having that out. Having some fun. And now we're going to go there right now to get a call back from another voicemail so we will need to figure this one out uh have a safe weekend we'll talk to y'all soon i'm that nigga he's just ginger peace